We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 97 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It's great to be back. We've got a really special show uh, ahead of us tonight with some really special friends. I'm joining you here from Portland, Oregon. It is a beautiful evening here, and I'm really happy to be back. Uh, of course, joined by several of my favorite people. Uh, Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing great. Coming at you all from the greater Vancouver area. I am just awesome. But enough about me. Let's talk about all these other wonderful people that we got going. Very good. Electric Sheep City, welcome back. Of course, how are you? Meowdy, I'm good. Hailing, of course, from Southeast Texas for about two more months. So excitement abounds for tonight. Nice. Yes, we've got a a really special show and some really special guests. So very happy to be hanging out with some good friends tonight. Blue Train, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm good. It's Friday. It's been a long week and just looking forward to kicking back, having a good time. Absolutely. And NHL, welcome to the show. Joining us all the way from Sweden, where it is the middle of the night right now. Welcome back to the show. It's great to have you. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Glad to be here. the reason why I know it's night is because we're in March, where the sun sets and rises at normal times. If it was winter, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And the same with summer. The sun would be coming up right now. So either way, good to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Well, really excited to have you all here. And let me pass things over to Sheep to talk about the show format uh, before we jump into things. This Sheep has molded into a Hydra, because I'm going to tell you about... how this show works tonight so for those joining us for the first time welcome aboard let me briefly explain how this show works we record this podcast live every friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild hs and the video version of this podcast is then posted to youtube shortly thereafter audio versions are also distributed to all of the podcast apps but if you're listening or watching us live tonight we thank you yes you awesome yeah thank you all so much thank you so much to the people who are joining us live tonight in with uh, twitch it's awesome to be hanging out with you really excited for the show we have before we get into the main topic of tonight's show do want to say a really quick but important thank you to shokunin and to all of the other patrons of our show your support means the world to us if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, comment on uh, this video when it comes out on YouTube. Uh, another simple way to support the show is to leave a um, comment or a review uh, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or your podcast platform of choice. It helps other people find us. Uh, if you're watching live on Twitch, we do have some really cool emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to this channel, which is uh, free if you use Amazon Prime. And finally, uh, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. If you would like to interact with any of us personally, uh, please join our Discord. It is a free and amazing online community of friends that we've made from all across the world who really enjoy talking about Wild Hearthstone. Um, we've got deck lists and f- memes and all kinds of fun stuff there. Links to all of this stuff and more can be found at our website, which is www.borntobewildhs.com. All right, uh, now on to the real reason that you are all here tonight. So tonight we are uh, covering a very special topic 
the Wild Hearthstone People's Choice Award. So I'm gonna pass the mic over to Blue Train, kindly ask uh, him to give us a, a brief introduction. What are the Wild People's Choice Awards? How did you come up with this idea? And uh, a little intro before we get started with our first award. Yeah, so the hope was to celebrate this wild community that we're all a part of, that, that you know, um, we all are so invested in. And, and where this all came about, uh, pretty simple. I went to bed angry one night playing Hearthstone, or after having played Hearthstone, and I dreamt that I did this. And I, it was a pretty mundane dream. I woke up the next day, thought that I had all of the framework set up because, you know, it happened. It didn't. I told NHL about this, and, and, and NHL, you know, encouraged me to actually make it happen. You know, set up a Google form. It'll be really easy. Uh, expected, you know, 20 or 30 people to reply, no big thing. Kind of kind of took on a little bit of a life of its own. And uh, really wonderful to, to be here with you guys to kind of highlight um, uh, the various uh, community members that uh, were nominated and ultimately won. So that that's really what it's all about. Absolutely. And, and also, I will say, you know, thank you to everybody who voted. The turnout was really... Uh, it was really well received and the turnout was really high, uh, a lot higher than I think any of us thought it might be. And so really exciting. And um, the wild community in general is is great. And that's the reason that we do all of this to begin with. So very cool. At the time of close, we had 445 votes, uh, which was 10 times greater than the volume that I expected. So um, some really interesting results. And uh, we can go ahead and, and, and dive right in. So 14 categories uh, had nominees. And the first one was uh, the best wild morning stream. So just to qualify, morning stream is, uh, or stream time is based on Eastern time zone because we all know that the world revolves around Eastern time. Um, and it was, it was thought that um, we would break up streamer categories by time as opposed to size, because the reality is that there aren't a whole lot of, of streamers and people tend to cluster around certain times of the day. So we had three categories, morning, afternoon, and evening. Who's to say if that was the best way of doing it? Um, I think there were a lot of lessons learned throughout this um, for next time that we can improve upon. Um, there were some notable misses as well, so I do apologize and I'll shout some of them out at the end. Uh, so why don't we go in and see who won the best wild morning stream? All right. So the winner of the best morning stream is none other than Martian Boo. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, yeah, Martian Boo, the winner here of best morning stream, uh, 52.5% of the votes which is just an incredible number. And uh, we do have interviews for a number of these that Blue Train conducted. Um, Blue Train, do you want us to play these before we talk about them? Or you want to talk about the stuff? Uh, what order do you want to go in? Well, while we play the interview first, and then we can do a recap after. Perfect. All right, let's, uh, let's listen to this real quick. The category is the best wild morning stream. And the winner of this category is Martian Boo. Martian, you completely dominated this category. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good, pretty good. It's good to win. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Well, it's well deserved. Congratulations. As a relative, no problem. As a relative latecomer to this time slot, how do you believe? What do you believe differentiates your content and brand to have such a broad and universal appeal among different types of Wild Hearthstone gamers? Um, well, I think 
part of the reason that it goes so well is the consistency. Um, I do tend to stream a lot, so uh, I am often available to be found. Um, as far as, as like uh, there being a broad, um, I don't know, viewer base, uh, I try, I try to, you know, appeal to memers a little bit, appeal to tryhards a little bit, um, because I'm a little bit of both. And, uh, I'm also, uh, I try to keep it relatively PG while also not being, uh, goldy or anything like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, try, I, I try to like, uh, have an environment that, uh, just about anyone can participate in. I, I do have to say that I enjoy your stream. You're always very engaged with chat. It's very seldom that you miss a message in chat, even though it moves really fast. I don't know how you do it. Um, and, and even in challenging situations, you tend to keep a, a, a very positive mindset without coming across saccharine. So I think that, like, yeah, I, I think you're, if I may say so, one of the finest streamers, not even just in Hearthstone, just in general. And I'm not just saying this Aww. to flatter you. I, <laughs> I, I really appreciate your craft and what you do. Um, so I think this is a very well-earned uh, uh, award. Um, any shout-outs or acknowledgements you'd like to make? Uh, well, shout-out to uh, to the viewers, of course. Uh, I couldn't do this at all uh, without them. Um, shout-out to my wife. Definitely the same deal. Uh, this is all possible because of her. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Well, congratulations once again. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I don't think that could have gone to a nicer human being. Uh, I, I like his stream. Like he said, it's very PG. I feel like it's something I could let my... I've got a 13-year-old. He could watch it and get positive vibes, constructive. You know, when, when Martian loses, he loses in a more graceful way than when I lose. <laughs> like, I feel like he's a really good example of a, a, a gamer that... Um, you know, he, he can really set an example of how you take your loss and you move on to the next game. So good for Martian. Yeah, I yeah. agree. He He's done such an amazing job at being even keeled and even tempered. And I agree as a, uh, as a, as a parent myself, I uh, kind of echo what Hydra said that I feel confident. My, my son the other day was wanting to learn some deck and I said, Oh, you know, he wanted to watch someone on YouTube uh, or Twitch play it. And I was like, oh, watch Martian. Like, I have, you know, I feel like I don't have to watch over his shoulder because I know that Martian is the, uh, you know, consummate gentleman and, and um, it's just so even tempered and even keeled. It's such a nice human being or, or alien, however you uh, want to look at that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've had Martian on the show in the past too. And I just, uh, great, great people. So, yeah. Yeah, well, and I, I think Blue absolutely nailed it whenever he said positive without being saccharine. Like, it's just completely, it, it's always legitimate. And like, you, you believe that as well. So, absolutely. Yeah, and I think you guys are missing uh, key points with Martian streams as well. Um, one of the things he does that you can argue that some of the others do, to, but not to the same extent, uh, Martian streamer is much more teaching stream in my opinion than the others here where you can tune in and you know if you ask he'll calmly walk you through everything in a very kind manner and it goes a long way into developing that bond between the viewer and the streamer and yeah it's just a bunch of people behind computer screens but being able to ask these questions and get a 
such a collected response is so useful and really, really generous. So this is really well deserved. Absolutely. Looking yeah, the, the morning is definitely on lock. Um, yeah, so so a little bit about uh, the the ratio here. I, I just want to clarify before we do dive in a little bit about the numbers. Um, even though we had 445 votes, voting across categories wasn't 445 even. Um, we're not going to be sharing all the specific numbers. Um, but yeah, uh, just kind of adding to what you said, NHL, anything about the results that kind of uh, underscore any interesting um, trends within the wild community or that time slot for streamers? Yeah, I, I think um, we're going to see this trend later, but um, of these uh, nominees, uh, Martian has been streaming in the mornings the longest, I believe. I know um, Sizzle had been doing it for a long time as well, and he had also doing night streams, so it's been a bit back and forth there. But uh, it feels like uh, with this, uh, people really valued that consistency of always having that same time in terms of uh, over the course of you know several years. And uh, yeah, consistency is very important, very very important for uh, I'm sure for retention and for interaction with folks. And when you've got it like clockwork, uh, people know when they can find you and when uh, when you're available. I'm sure that that is uh, quite helpful as well. Right, and that means that they keep the same audience and have these people coming back over and over, which is exactly what you want. So very well deserved. Congrats to them and congrats to all the others for being nominated. It's being nominated means you're a well-known streamer and you should be recognized. Oh, absolutely. And so yeah, big, big uh, shout outs to our runner-up um, engine and then uh, nominees who just to note they're in alphabetical order. So it has nothing to do with uh, the number of votes that anybody got. They're in alpha order. So, so um, Bat Maisel, um, Romanu joke and slizzle four six six, and and like NHL was saying, just to be nominated is 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 an honor. And so um, these are these are great folks. If you're into wild content, I assume that you would be. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. But uh, you definitely want to follow these these great people here. Yeah. So moving on, our next category is best afternoon streamer. Again, that's Eastern time. Mm -hmm. So let's see who won the best afternoon streamer category. Yeah. All right. So uh, jumping back over here, the winner of the best afternoon streamer category is Raffle. Yeah. Yay. All right. Uh, yeah. So let me jump right in. We do have an interview um, as well with Raffle. The category is the best wild afternoon streamer. And the winner of this category is Raffle. This was quite close. Raffle, congratulations. How does it feel to be a winner? Uh, you know, this is one I, I'm, I'm pretty surprised about because like, there's a lot of competition in this slot historically and right now, including uh, some of my good friends that happened to stream at that same time slot. So, um, you know, surprised, honored, um, confused as to why people watch me sometimes. But, uh, you know, I, I, I still appreciate the, uh, the love. So thank you all for voting and... Uh, especially those that voted for me. I mean, you had, you've had quite the storied streaming career. You've run the gamut from starting small into being one of the largest, if not the largest, Wild Hearthstone streamer. And you've also transformed quite a bit. You know, in the early days, you were quite competitive, you know, hanging out in top 10, um, always going for that, that rank one finish. And now you're focusing more 
uh, on deck innovation and executing creative ideas, and a lot of your viewers probably only know you for that. I am curious, though, what advice can you share with those looking to grow their stream, but also potentially transform their brand? Um, you know, you did so successfully going from hyper competitive to innovation and creation. And I think that sometimes people fear that changing their brand, they might lose viewership instead of growing such as you did. Yeah, I think that um, there's a couple of pieces to that. For the, in terms of what recommendation I can give to people in terms or how they can uh, grow their brand in any way is... Um, especially as a streamer, is to create content off of Twitch. Even before I started streaming, I was writing articles for Hearthstone Deck or Hearthstone Top Decks, and that's how people even knew who I was when I first started streaming. And so that was um, that was how I got people to, to my stream. They followed me on Twitter to, after reading my articles and then made it to my stream. Um, really, a lot of the growth happened um, both as I made that transition to um, playing more goofy off-meta decks as well as... Um, started posting content over on YouTube. And YouTube is, you know, historically much more discoverable uh, in terms of the, the the content that it provides because it has a recommendation algorithm that uh, shows you content that's similar to other people's, even if your video isn't getting views. You know, um, initially, if it, it can start recommending that video and actually you can start bringing people over to your stream from YouTube. So the, the best, the, the biggest recommendation that I would give is to find something that you're good at I happen to be, um, you know, practiced and at least decent at video editing. So that was the thing that I felt I was good enough at. So I started doing that. But if you're into graphic design, you could maybe create uh, infographics on um, Instagram or Facebook and build an audience somewhere else and then bring them over to Twitch because Twitch is notoriously very bad at uh, discoverability. So it's like it's it's hard to grow on as a streamer just uh, creating or just going live for hours on and hours on uh, on end for a day. Um, so that I guess would be the uh, the the recommendation for someone that wants to grow their brand is just find a thing that you're good at and kind of uh, work towards that in a similar vein. Um, yeah, I was making a push for you know single digit legend ranks pretty consistently, but like I don't think that I, I was uh, consistently a good enough like top level player to do that and have that be my identity as a streamer. I think what I've always liked doing and what I've always been good at is um, you know building and refining. Uh, in particular decks that, um, whether competitive or not, uh, you know, have a cohesive game plan in mind and work towards that that game plan. So when I made that shift, it was shifting from a thing that like I thought would make me popular into the thing that I was good at and actually enjoyed, which in turn made me more popular, I think, or it made me at least appeal to a broader audience. Um, so yeah, I think that just leaning into what I like to do and what I was good at um, kind of ended up uh, providing quite a bit of growth as well. So it worked out in the end. And I think that um, really, I don't know that I would have been able to continue creating content if I just like kept going for the um, the high level finishes, because that honestly made me start interacting with the, ga the, with the game in a way that I stopped enjoying. Like it, they put pressure on the, the results of the game so much that like, you know, my, my day was kind of dictated by how well my Hearthstone run went that day. And like, Sometimes you have bad days in Hearthstone, and uh, that's not really a good, healthy way to live your life. So, um, yeah, I think that overall, a lot of positive changes resulted in positive growth, which is, I guess, good long term for me. Well, I think you've shown that you can live comfortably in both of those worlds, uh, as evident by the last heroic tavern brawl we had. 
you had a lot of 12 run wins i remember seeing all these comments like can you believe raffle hit 12 wins and i remember thinking to myself yeah yeah i i <laughs> i can so i mean you always have that if you ever want to revisit it um but uh, uh appreciate you sharing your insights uh on this topic any shout outs or acknowledgements you'd like to make yeah, I'd just like to shout out all of the other um, streamers in that uh, afternoon slot because, like I said, it is very competitive. You know, you've got Get Me Out, uh, Corb, as well as Otters, who's uh, started streaming quite a bit reason recently and like seeing huge amount of growth in a short period of time. So uh, kudos to him for that, as well as uh, Goku, who always uh, you, you know puts on a good show as well. So um, yeah, like I said, it was a competitive slot, and I'm surprised that uh, I was able to eke out a win there. Um, I'd also, I guess, like to uh, give a shout out to my wife who kind of helped push me towards uh, leaving my day job, which uh, I wouldn't be able to stream at that slot if, <laughs> if it weren't for that little uh, nudge that she was uh, uh, kind of giving me over the course of a few months when I was um, trying to make a decision on that. So, um, yeah, I guess that's a big part of uh, why I'm where I am now as well. It's always really important to have the support from your loved ones. Um, well, Thank you so much for taking the time to, to speak with me, Raffle. Uh, congrats again. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Raffle, definitely you deserve this one. Uh, being in that afternoon slot, I don't always get to watch Raffle, but if I, you know, I have that day off or I'm at home, I definitely like to tune in. There is something to be said about the numbers that raffle gets when he does do these meme decks and people are watching him something that's completely off meta and people are watching and there has been times where i've lost to someone who's playing something that seems to be completely jank and i get frustrated but there's been a few times more than a few times where up in the top corner it says raffle and I'm playing some sort of meta deck like Pirate Warrior or something like that, and I've been wrecked by Raffle completely. <laughs> and it's it's not even a bad thing. I'm like, wow, like hats off. I just got wrecked, and uh, Raffle just beat me with something that probably didn't even really stand a chance. <laughs> and it, 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 it is an honor to lose when when stuff like that happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations raffle that's great raffle is is wonderful i've known raffle for a long time uh back back into the uh, into the wild days and um loved watching raffle's growth from twitch to youtube to making the the front page of the hearthstone um client launcher just incredible and uh raffle's always a gentleman the thing i love about raffle is he's he's um you know, not only is he nice, but he's really entertaining. I always love the decks that he plays because uh, it, it truly, I think, embodies wild, like what wild means. Because we always know that Raffle's playing some crazy, weird deck that probably shouldn't win. And like I've found myself appearing uh, many times in in Raffle highlight reel videos, um, losing uh, to these crazy decks, and it's it's just a blast and uh, well deserved Raffle. So great great job and um uh yeah unfortunately i can't really watch the streams usually because i'm at work but but when i can and and uh definitely would if you can't watch him live check him out on youtube as well and we will uh um chat about that more later absolutely yeah congratulations raffle um 
I, I mostly engage with Raffles YouTube videos as well because of the the time thing there. Um, and always an amazing video, always uh, a really entertaining and engaging and and zany and wild wild deck. So congratulations to Raffle, well earned, well deserved, and and really great interview uh, with you as well, Blue, because uh, hearing his uh, history uh and and support structures is, is really illuminating and and heartwarming so congratulations raffle yeah uh, really everything you said uh, has been true so far and uh there's not much more to cover the only thing i really want to say is like you know the professionalism in production really goes a long way and as raffle said you know with twitch not being great for discovery <clears throat> the fact that he puts in all this effort into making himself discoverable and easily accessed, you know, very accessible on Twitch, uh, makes it, you know, super deserved in my opinion. Uh, we all know the other nominees. Uh, these are all friends of ours, of course. Uh, several of them, have been, if not all of them, has been on the show. Uh, you guys can correct me on that if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think they they have at one time or another. So yeah, uh, Cor- Corbett and uh, Get Me Out, Goku and Otters. So yeah, big congrats to all of our our runner up and our nominees. Yeah, it really goes to show, you know, how well known these guys are, and how impressive it is that Raffle was able to come on top. Absolutely. Well, well deserved, Raffle. Congrats. Um, let's jump over. So our, our oh, sorry, Blue Train, did you want to chime in? Yeah, I was just going to introduce the next uh, category. So um, congrats to everyone. A stacked category. We can see that it was close. Um, But moving on, um, our next category is best late night and very late night streamer, depending on your time zone. Um, Let's find out who won that category. Yeah. And and actually, let me ask you, what what does that mean in terms of uh, what time? Like, what is late night or what do you uh, what is what do you mean by late night? So the way that I likened it is um, if you're on the East Coast, like when Colbert will be on, you know, we're talking like 11, 12, 1, 2 in the morning. Um, and and for, for those of us on the West Coast, that would be more nighttime. But but in that that kind of general time time frame. Very good. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, switch the screen here. So. The award for best late night stream goes to drumroll Zeddy Zeddy. All right. Uh, 29%, 108 votes here with, uh, congrats to our runners up Keith numbers nominees concerned mom, Jack and Shia Wasina. So yeah, big congrats to Zeddy over here. And we do have an interview as well. I'd love to, to talk about this, but, uh, let me play the interview first and then we'll, uh, get back to it. The category is Best Wild Late Night Stream, and the winner is Zeddy. Zeddy, congratulations on taking the late night category. How are you feeling? I am feeling very surprised. Um, I am humbled, and I appreciate the honor, and thank you to everyone uh, who voted me in. Even if I don't stream wild completely full-time, I definitely dabble it in a ton, especially my uh, achievement hunting series, which uh, always takes place in the absolute depths of the wild dumpster, which is a lot of fun. Well, congratulations. You know, Wild is a small community, especially relative to the rest of Hearthstone. What do you think it means that a Hearthstone streamer like yourself, who doesn't focus on Wild exclusively, you know, is the most popular streamer in the Wild format when your attention shifts to the format in that time period? 
Uh, it's pretty crazy that that many people still will associate me with Wild, and I, I like like I think that's kind of a cool cool thing because for me, I, it's Hearthstone's a game that just has so much to offer, and I always feel like when you're just stuck in one mode, you're just not really enjoying the full you know breadth of the game. There's so much to explore, and I feel like Wild though you have like everything at your hand like you have the entire tool so you have every single card available except for like what two two that are banned or one that's banned i can't remember at this point but We've regardless two, uh, <laughs> two, two stealer and demon seed where you kind of you know you can become like as flexible as possible you have the knowledge of cards more than anything and you know as someone who likes to try and cover everything in hearthstone i feel like people i don't know if they gravitate to that where i was like okay well wild's like the absolute fundamental a base level where everything's available so i don't know if they associate that with but also i think i'm i'm in terms of winning um it's probably more of just i'm fortunate i guess that uh people like jack and keith and some other guys have uh kind of stepped back lately and um because i would if it was my vote i would have given it to keith or jack if they were like you know well, Keith, period i love keith and jack if he was more uh constant but um yeah i think there's a little bit of that part of it where, you know, maybe like, well, Keith just quit, so we're not going to vote for him. I don't know, but um, I appreciate it. But my vote uh, definitely would have gone to uh, to Keith or Jack or someone like that. That does if But they just I guess they don't stream enough or short memory. I have no idea. But, or maybe people just like me for some crazy reason. Or it's probably just Nova. Nova's a really cutie and they just they like seeing Nova. It's probably a little bit of all of the above, but I think mm -hmm. you, ra you raise a very interesting point that I want to touch on. There are many wonderful, you know, late night wild exclusive streamers that have opted to move on or have taken a step back um, or, you know, are streaming other games. And, and that's kind of unfortunate, you know, because I think that I'm of the mind that the more the merrier. And, and I'm wondering mm -hmm. what in your view can be done to halt or even possibly reverse this trend. I just Blizzard show some love for Wild. Get a get the Wild open. A few more balance changes here and there to appease the community or make you know. I don't know. Just I feel like it. Just it's not seen as a mode that Blizzard supports. Therefore, it's something that for some people, if they're they get a little bit frustrated with the meta game, they're more likely just to say screw it. They they don't care anyways. Whereas you know, if it's a it's a bad meta game or whatever, they people like well they care and they'll eventually get to making it better and i feel like it's a lot easier to quit wild or move on from wild because it's just like well it's never gonna get better they they rarely do anything so why why would i not just move on and i hope that um i know they're trying to make strides it seems like to um appease wild a bit more we had a balance change pretty recently that definitely changed things up um, maybe not enough for some people, including myself, but you know, there's efforts there and maybe we get some more wild stuff, uh, in the future. That'd be great. And maybe it'll bring more people, more eyes to wild and more content creators to wild to stick around. And yeah, it's just unfortunate that the evening crew, um, doesn't seem like the most <laughs> very consistent crew these days. And even myself, I'm full-time streamer, but I've been playing like duels a lot and I will be playing wild though. Legend climb starting pretty soon. So. Very You're cool. I, I agree that the balance change recently was a very nice kind of reversal on past policy and has mm -hmm. opened up the metagame some. 
I know, mm -hmm. I agree. It's not perfect, but I do definitely think that that's trending in, in a more positive direction. Yeah. So um, more more of that, please. I definitely agree mm -hmm. that uh, that an active hand in, 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 in just kind of uh, putting some guardrails around the worst excesses of the format, I think would probably be enough to appease um, most most people um mm -hmm. any any shout outs you'd like to make before we wrap um just shout out the entire wild community that just i don't know it's the most pa I, i'd say of all like i have all these communities that come together all the time whether it's standard duels arena uh wild's got some of the most passionate amazing people um that have supported me in my stream for the last four plus years i've been doing wild pretty much the entire time just thank you to everybody like there's just too many people to possibly name um but i'll give a will give a quick shout out to keith keith numbers who uh recently retired from streaming i think he should have won I, I love the dude i think he's great and um i'll just hopefully whatever he ends up doing he kicks butt at and uh if he ever wants to come back to streaming and take this award from me challenge is on uh, you can always come and duke it out with me i'd appreciate it you hear that keith you've been mm -hmm. called to action to come back which i support <laughs> um but if not all all the best on on what it exactly. is that you decide yeah. to do hey zeddy thank you so much for taking the time uh congratulations again on on winning the category i i i appreciate your humility but i think that you you, you certainly deserve it you have an amazing following and a huge community that sticks with you when you join uh when you excuse me when you when you explore these other game modes and and i think that this was well well deserved and, and a heartfelt congratulations well thank you very much i appreciate it wow yes that was a very humble acceptance speech from zeddy and uh, zeddy has managed to build himself an insanely large community i see his youtube subs going up and up and up he is um a phenomenal player he's got this ability to bring in all these people while he can be we all know it he could be a controversial character right he's got these hot takes he can be salty but he does he's got this formula down right he is doing something great and he's got all these followers people are behind him and um i respect somebody that can you know really bring all these people together and I think Zeddy is doing an excellent job. Very well-deserved. He's put in a lot of hard work. Nobody gets to, I don't know what he's at. He's in the, like 30,000 YouTube subscribers or something like that. Nobody gets that to that level without putting in the effort and, and doing things right. And he's, he, he's doing it. So congratulations, Zeddy. Yeah, absolutely. Big congrats, Zeddy. And, um, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I love about Zeddy is just his his passion for the game is so evident. And I know, you know, he's very outspoken and uh, it's he's, he's so fun to watch because, um, like Hydra said, Zeddy is sometimes controversial. And but but the passion of it shines through, you know, and uh, really appreciate that. He's very, very good at the game and where I find myself again where I don't always watch a ton of streams, but the YouTube content as well. And very many times I've been trying to learn a deck and lo and behold, Zeddy has done a video on it where he explains how to play it and the interactions and the combos. And he's it's been a uh, you know, very big help. And, and uh, to watch his growth over the past year has been phenomenal. Uh, I just, I have not seen someone 
uh, skyrocket that quickly. And so very well done, Zeddy. And uh, I second your, your notion. Um, uh, you know, congrats on the win, but I do, I, I love Keith as well. And Keith, we miss you. Please come back. Uh, and so anyways, yeah, very good. Well-deserved win, Zeddy. Congrats. Yeah. Congratulations, Zeddy. Um, I, I will say Zeddy being so involved in so many different game modes, even within wild, he, he plays a lot of different, uh, aspects there too. One thing that, that I kind of go, go to Zeddy for the most is the, uh, achievement guides and the achievement decks whenever you're trying to to clear an achievement odds are that there's a a google doc somewhere that zeddy's put together that has not only the the list but also how to achieve that achievement um and just kind of ready for you there so thank you very much for that resource as well zeddy um i really liked uh, that interview as well uh that he had a really insightful read into like the nerfs and and bans and and how we actually are getting a, a lot more support now than we have and and I think that's kind of uplifting and and that's a really uh good take there so uh of course also left his shout out to the wild community and of course to Keith as well so congratulations Zeddy um I, I think that was a great one you're muted NHL yeah Oh my God, I was muted. I always do this. I do this in every single stream. I mute myself at some point because I have to like clear my voice or something or I'm like grabbing water and then I forget to unmute. Happens every time. But uh, at the Zeddy Industrial Comp conglomerate just uh, trucking on. Uh, it's surprising that even though he considers himself a Hearthstone player rather than a Wild player or Duels player, Standard player, Arena player, he made a whole tweet about it. So if any of you are wondering but uh yeah he has such a large fan base that he's able to bring people in from everywhere and win in a specific community awards so having that kind of impact and footprint is really telling late night's kind of my time when i get to participate in hearthstone streams or watch them so, you know, I really want to take a moment to recognize Keith, our runner-up, um, a prolific streamer last year in 2021, and the, and the nominees as well. These are among my favorite and most watched streams, um, and, and, and I still continue to watch them, even if they are exploring other content, um, you know, Concerned Mom, Jack, uh, Shia. So <clears throat> even if uh, they're not streaming Hearthstone as much as they did, you should still certainly follow them. Uh, because they're they're still um, going live on occasion. Yeah, some of them more often than others, and they're they're absolutely wonderful. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, big shout out to everyone in that category. I feel like I have a connection to it. Absolutely, me too. Right. And we, you know, we tend to uh, you know fall into that same category. There, it's a uh, you know work all day, play Hearthstone all night, and um, those are you know that's this is kind of the area where we live, and so yeah, near near and dear to my heart as well. Uh, all right. Hey, the next category is the best wild memer. So explain before we, we jump into um, the, the winner of this category. Can you uh, explain what that means? You know, it means different things to different people. So when we nominated folks for this category, we were thinking people who are known for playing um, off meta, off the beaten path, joke decks, decks that require... 40, 50 games before their <laughs> game plan can be executed. <clears throat> Excuse me. So all of these things rolled into one. 
So why, why don't we see the results and we can go through them? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so switching over to the best wild memer, the winner in this category is Dane. Congratulations, Dane, uh, with runner-up um, Mark McKasey. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Mark McKasey. Mark McKasey uh, with nominees Raffle, Swagwar, and Wow Hobbs. So some some very well-known players here and some great content. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 just a, a note, you know, um, I I think that memeing has a really interesting um, audience uh, outside of Twitch. Um, you know, we look at Mark McZee, um, mostly uh, known for for YouTube content, mm -hmm. um, and and I think that this is really an interesting category because it kind of highlights um, different individuals who are making great content that might be a little bit off the beaten path, just like their deck choices. Um, you know, I, I never heard of Wow Hobbs before, but I was really uh, impressed with what a, what a large and loyal following that he has, right? So, um, yeah, uh, a wonderful category. I think that Wild as a format definitely attracts people to uh, who want to explore the creative side of, of deck building, and these folks exemplify that. Absolutely. Yeah, so for the first time that I... I mean, I feel like I discovered... Dane quite a long time. Now, the first thing that really stuck in my head is doesn't he have like like a Doom poster like right behind him? And he's got this arcade machine and stuff. I'm like, okay, who's this guy? And watching him and he's playing all these meme decks and also very well put together person seems to have this calm, cool attitude about him. Very like soft spoken while he's playing and um I'm like, oh, well, that looks cool. I want to try that, right? Like, whenever I would hit, you know, like the rank five floor, anybody in this category is kind of like where I wanted to follow and live. And, and Dane is definitely one of those people because I, I just loved being able to take one of his decks and just sit there and do something fun for a while. So definite props and congratulations. Yeah, Dane, um, I, you know, I, Dane is, is like historic in the name of uh, Wild Hearthstone. Dane's been around for a long time. Uh, not, not only has he been streaming wild, but he's innovated decks. Um, he's uh, been, I think, a, a representative of the community as a whole. I recall uh, him hosting or casting the Wild Open uh, way back when, when they used to do that thing. And um and and then you watch Dane and between uh, his lovely accent and he's I mean, he's just so funny and so entertaining. Like, my goodness, uh, the, the entertainment value is super high. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes a deck is a, you know, is a meme and sometimes it wins and sometimes it does both. And I have you know nothing but love for Dane. I think he's fantastic. And I, I really, you know, can't say enough good things about Dane It's a great choice here. Yeah, a great choice and a, a really stacked field, too. I, mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to different uh, videos or streams of or, or, or Twitter accounts of all of these people um, just to, to find something fun to play, right? Uh, so Dane, Mark, Raffle, Swag, Hobbs, an incredible group of people um, and, and an incredible winner from, from an incredible crop. Uh, our format of wild just has such a, you know, we have access to all of the cards. 
So there are a lot, there's so much meme potential there. And uh, they all, and Dane in particular, uh, makes the most of that unlimited potential. So congratulations, Dane. Yeah, Dane is pretty unique in his audience, I feel. Um, he kind of has the casual audience locked down. It feels like he kind of keeps to himself. So he's a bit separate from everyone. And really him coming in here and just dominating tells you you know how well known he is to the casual audience uh, the other big thing i want to point out is um where is it how raffle just i mean um dane just kind of dominated this in a sense where you know taking up a third of the votes as a memer like you can get away by memeing a lot mm -hmm. in in hearthstone just in general but dane would come in and win with things yeah. And then you look at HS replay where he, he had no playing. business winning with those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, he was playing decks in top 200 legend that would get a legitimately sub 20% win rate on HS replay. I don't know how he did it. So really this also kind of recognizes that he's one of the best players out there because he'll take actual garbage. <laughs> a sub 20%. Like that's unheard of. And then win games with it and provide all this content to these casuals and yeah they'll go try it and they'll realize that it's never going to win for them but he does it and he does it consistently and even though we have some others here that you know play those simple decks will do the same things i don't know if we can say that they all do it as consistently as dane does because he will take those decks to legend and not everyone else can say that yeah yeah well said well, congrats again to Dane. Uh, so moving right along, our next category is Best Wild YouTube. Um, our winner was gracious enough to uh, afford us an interview. So let's roll the tape. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's jump over to it, I guess, real quick and, and then uh, announce who uh, the winner is. And then, yes, we do have a, an interview here. So the winner of Best Wild YouTube is... Raffle, Raffle back with another victory. Uh, and also congrats to our uh, runner-up, Get Meowth, and nominees, Jordan MG, um, Mark McZee, uh, Martian Boo, and Slizzle466. So let's um, let's listen to the interview with Raffle, and then we'll uh, jump into our comments here. The category is the best YouTuber, and the winner of this category is Raffle. This one wasn't even close. You've captured 40% of the vote. Congratulations. How does it feel to be the winner of the best YouTuber category? Oh, uh, once again, I'm pretty surprised. Like that's a wide, <laughs> wide margin uh, and not one that I was expecting considering, again, some of the other great con uh, content creators that are putting out uh, pretty great YouTube videos. It seems to me that there is a tale of two Hearthstone communities, Twitch viewers, and YouTube viewers. Most people listening to this conversation likely fall into the Twitch camp. What do you think attracts viewers to YouTube and how do you tailor and differentiate your content for that platform? Um, I guess to answer this question, I think of myself as a viewer because um, I, while I do, you know, occasionally hang out in Twitch and watch live content, um, you know, I don't always have a lot of time to sit through a four hour long broadcast. So I think that, um, you know, what a YouTube audience is looking for is a more curated set of games that are maybe just the highlights or even um, just a, a handful of interesting games and kind of cutting out the um, 
some of the dead air or dead time uh, that is just natural on a stream. Um, so I think that, you know, that's that tends to be what my videos do is just kind of uh, focus on some of the some of the fun games that I played with uh, with often um, unconventional decks. Yeah, it, it, it oftentimes I, I will watch your YouTube on occasion, even though I, I tend to catch many of your streams, there'll be moments that I miss just because, you know, when you're watching a platform for five hours straight, um, you're not going to have your focus on it that whole time. So so definitely there it, it, it's a good medium of catching those moments. Um, I know that a lot of my friends personally that, you know, play Hearthstone in real life don't watch Twitch at all and they consume their content exclusively from, from YouTube for those reasons that you've cited. Um, so definitely a very important platform uh, and one that you took convincingly. Um, so congrats again. Um, any shout outs, acknowledgements that you'd like to make? Uh, yeah, I guess just all of the, um, the, the viewers that, uh, that can make it through 30 minutes of, of my videos, I, I, I guess it's like, uh, I don't know, like both, both on stream and YouTube, it's still kind of uh, surreal to me that people, given the options that they have, like choose, because, you know, Hearthstone is a big game. It has a lot of creators, uh, choose my videos or, or my stream, uh, to watch. And so it's like, it, it's pretty astounding to me, um, you know, um, I guess uh, another in particular shout out I would like to give is to uh, Jacob and the Good Afternoon crew in my YouTube comments because they are consistently just the most wholesome interactions that you'll ever find on uh, YouTube and uh, just constantly at the as soon as video drops they're wishing each other a good morning and uh, or a good afternoon or whatever time of day it is and you know I, I just uh, I, I love that you know, in the midst of uh, a notoriously, or what can be a notoriously toxic place, there's a, a little bit of a uh, wholesomeness to, to that. So I really appreciate that. I was going to say, I think that this marks the first occasion in the history of this planet of the word wholesome and YouTube comment <laughs> being used in the same sentence. So um, that's quite the shout out. Yeah. And, um, you know, just once again, to anyone that, uh, that decided to, to vote for me as well um as uh, as watch the video so thank you everybody i'll take uh, this opportunity to lobby for a best of noggin fogger compilation at some point oh my god yeah the uh, i am like <laughs> i'm i'm constantly putting off because i have a, a schedule of videos that i'm intending to create i'm constantly putting off the noggin fogger warrior i'm just like okay well i've got another idea let's bump noggin fogger warrior because i'm dreading playing that deck again but um i did randomly summon a noggin fogger the uh, just the other day so that's close enough right i like the noggin fogger videos all right well thank you so much for taking the time <laughs> to to chat about youtube raffle congratulations again on on your victory in this category and uh look forward to seeing more videos thank you thank you well congratulations raffle uh the he really does deserve this category win i mean a wild streamer who is rocking over 80,000 YouTube subscribers. Like, that is absolutely huge. He puts in... That's these, incredible. Right? He puts in these 30-minute videos on a daily basis. If you go over to his YouTube channel, there's one from today, there's one from yesterday, there's one from the day before, and this goes back and back and back. And so that is real dedication to drop these videos every single day and 
extra special shout out for taking a different selfie for every thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so many videos and he, he, he does a different selfie for every single one. And um, that deserves an award on its own. Best selfie category. That's great. <laughs> That's great. And and again, talk about prolific uh, YouTube content. I think there there's a couple of factors at play here. And I agree with Hydra that... Uh, the sheer like volume of, of views and subscribers for a uh, wild in particular content creator is, is astounding, right? Because uh, wild is, is not, um, you know, viewed and consumed at the same level that standard is. And uh, you know, that's, that's just the reality of it. And to watch someone like Raffle come through and just dominate uh, on YouTube is, is wonderful. Uh, the other piece uh, is, it's not just that it's it's um you know new content every day but like ruffles also an innovator and so when you see these decks like uh y you know the amount of of thought and insight that that uh, is used to come up with these creations and and spend time doing this is great i'm i'm so happy for him that he is able to do content creation full time uh, it's a very very difficult thing to do and not very many people are able to do it and um again you know, i've known ruffle for a long time and and uh great choice here and again i've uh found myself uh in a number of raffles videos i've yet to to be featured winning in one of them but uh <laughs> you know it it do be like that sometimes <laughs> yeah what can we really say that we haven't said already about raffle right uh he's such a legit dude that he fosters a wholesome community even on youtube uh, so he's an amazing player, a prolific and engaging entertainer, and and big congratulations to Raffle for winning this category. Um, just incredible. I'm so glad that we have a a great um representative of the wild community in Raffle. I mean, even being on the the Blizzard launcher, which was the first time a, a wild exclusive um content creator had done that thing. So congratulations, Raffle. Yeah uh well earned yeah um one of the things that i want to go back to is how raffle talked about how he focused on making himself easily accessible in places like twitch and truth is that starts on other platforms like youtube and as we see you know those efforts bear fruit in this case and it really shows here how you know people have voted and they think he is the best wild youtube right now in the last year so you know he really has something going there and it's something to think about for anyone who wants to like really get into content you know focus on your youtube really put in that production value it's a lot of work and as we've seen with the nominees there's a lot of people going at it and it's gonna take a while to really get your feet you know sunk in there but if you put in the effort like raffle did you'll get there yeah yeah Absolutely. And again, yeah, content creation, you know, it takes a long time. It takes a lot of consistency and, and even editing videos. It's so time consuming. And so, um, you know, easier said than done, but, uh, yeah, big congrats to raffle, big congrats to, um, our runner up, get me out. Then our nominee is Jordan MG, uh, Mark, uh, Mick Z. God, I'm so sorry for mispronouncing your name. Uh, Martian boo and sizzle four, six, six, big, big congrats. Y'all. I know, the amount of effort that it takes because uh you know we do that as well and uh, it's it's 
it's very difficult and very time consuming. So I very much appreciate the hard work here. Before we move on to the next category, I just want to take a moment to shout out uh, Jordan MG. Um, so uh, Jordan in general helped out uh, get this initiative off the ground with some of the initial graphics and, and provided input. So really big thanks for that. But more importantly, uh, Jordan has a YouTube channel that you all should absolutely check out. Jordan specializes in content that is not just gameplay, it's, it's original stuff. Um, I don't want to spoil what it is, um, but it, it's definitely worth subscribing to. Um, so, so big shout out. Uh, I always find the content to be engaging, entertaining, and memorable. So um, yeah, uh, definitely uh, check that out. So moving on, uh, next category is best wild Twitch chatter. So a little bit about this category. Uh, you know, we all like to participate in the streams, and sometimes, uh, for reasons that uh, cannot be explained, we engage in chat. And there's always uh, certain individuals that that bring a special something to Twitch chat. And so we wanted to recognize some of our favorite here. Uh, caveat: If we ever do this again, um, might consider breaking this up by time, just like we did the streamer. There were a couple of misses here as well. We did try to get a good representation. So uh, again, apologies if there were any oversights. Um, so why don't we bring up the graphic and review our winners for best wild Twitch chatter? All right, and so the uh, yeah the award for the best wild Twitch chatter goes to White Delight. White Delight here, uh, 24.7% uh, over many, many nominees. And so uh, it's a, a good representative here. And again, it's, um, you know, lots of nominees. And I think what, you know, what is a, a streamer without their chat? And so, um, you know, the, the true fans right here, I love it. So I was surprised that White Delight won, but I was happy to see it. Because when I think about late night wild streams, white delight is always in the chat just making hilarious comments um adding a lot to the environment and atmosphere and so you know kind of upon reflection uh, a, a great win here and of course uh, ec the lion and ghosty uh, also extremely known and prolific but i think all of the nominees as well are are incredibly known uh, uh figures within the community that that all warrant a uh, celebration and a shout out so yeah Congrats, White Delight. Yeah, and hey, just for the audio streamers, um, do you mind running down, or the uh, audio listeners, do you mind running down the list of, uh, of uh, nominees real quick? Of course. So our runner-ups, our winner, of course, was White Delight. Runner-ups were EC the Lion and Ghosty Doggy, who were statistically tied. And then our nominees, uh, in addition, were uh, Gasu, Mr. 37, Slate, The Final Union, Ulticon, and, of course, Wandering Boy. Very good. And again, the, the nominees are listed in alphabetical order, so that really has nothing to do with the number of votes that they got. They're all super appreciated, and and uh, it's always fun, like Blue Train said, to to jump on a stream, regardless of what time it is, and recognize familiar uh, faces, um, as uh, so to speak, um, and absolute uh, core, uh, highly valued members of, of the community here. If you have been in like a Twitch viewer in the wild community, there's no way you have not heard the name White Delight. Like, White Delight comes up in streams constantly. Even if White Delight isn't there, I feel like someone says White Delight's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So definite congratulations to White Delight. Another like and shout out to the other nominees. Ghosty Doggy, I will say every time I enter anyone's stream, I do my little born to be wild wave and then Ghosty Doggy's like, "Hi Hydra." And it's I can <laughs> like I it's like the guy has 10 windows open or like <laughs> like it, it's just all of the the support from the viewers that go to all of these streams, it's just very much appreciated. And it's cool to have that tight knit community that we kind of, we're like these nomads within our own zone. Like we move from this stream to that stream to that stream. And we all kind of go as a group and it's, it's just nice to see one another there all the time. So congrats to uh, the winner white delight and all of the nominees as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I want to second that. And I think that, you know, of course, big congrats to white delight, uh, but to the entire category, um, you know, I, like Blue Train was saying earlier, for me in particular, I, I typically can't watch streams during the day. And so, you know, some of these folks I know better than others. But, uh, you know, like Hyder was saying, I don't think that I've ever jumped into a stream and commented without like ghosty, like waving or something. And it's like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's just that, that uh, always present and, uh, you know, always happy to be there. Um, you know, you, you pop into a stream and it's like, boys, look who it is. Ha ha ha. Um, you know, but, but it's, it's great. And, and big shout out to everybody. Um, you know, Gasu is a, a good friend of ours and, uh, the final union, big shout out to final union who I think, um, was, was probably like in my mind, like the number one Keith numbers viewer and the, uh, the innovator of of uh, the renowned Trino Druid. So, um, you, know, ah. you know, Keith, Keith's well known for playing viewer decks and uh, uh, never a dull moment when final union is uh, sending off meme decks for, for Keith to play and just big shout out to everybody, but uh, white delight. Congrats. Congrats, dude. Uh, well, well-deserved and um, always happy to see you. Yeah. It's, it's been a while since I've been able to, to frequent Twitch chats with, with the veracity that I used to. But I look down this list and I recognize every one of these people. It's it's fantastic. Um, w w whether being here tonight, but like Ghosty Doggy and, and the Final Union, or, or you know, being not just here, but in different Twitch chats or different parts of the conversation. So um, the this whole list is just very incredible. Like awesome people, awesome community uh involvement and and community building that all of all of these people make the wild community a better place so yeah. thank you to all of you but especially white delight it is of course a delight so also a canadian by the way canadian it tracks that completely a canadian tracks. but an albertan i guess we'll let it slide <laughs> yeah, hold, on, hold on hold on White Delight hails from Edmonton, Alberta, which is actually slide. where uh, where <laughs> I am from. By the way, well, I let it slide for you too, Ida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well. congratulations, White Delight. <laughs> well, there's a lot you guys covered, and uh, a few key things that you missed. I want to talk about. Uh, notice in White Delight the White Delight's profile picture, the one that you guys use for the winner. Uh, it's not his trademark black cat, Mikasa. So I want to shout out his other cat, Mikasa, real quick for uh, them. And uh, the other thing I want to talk about is 
not just his uh, his his interactions in Twitch and online, but the uh, the innovations he makes on ladder and in the game itself. Uh, everyone knows what it means when you say the White Delight Special. Okay, <laughs> you always know it's going to be something spicy, something along the lines of Double Rat Reno Shaman. It's almost <laughs> always a Reno deck, and it's almost always some version of Shaman. So take those, add some funny little tech cards or any weird inclusions, and you have a White Delight deck. The coined White Delight Special. We all know it. We're all scared of it, and we all know we can't win with it, but we <laughs> respect it anyway. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, shout out for him in uh, doing something that not many other people can do. Yeah, hats right. off to White Delight. Moving right along to our next category, uh, we have the best wild deck aggregator. Just a little bit of a brief description of what I mean by aggregator. Um people who publish deck lists uh, and distribute them. Um, and uh, let us net deck, be the filthy net deckers that we all are, admittedly or secretly. Um, so let's, uh, let's dive in and see who took the category. All right. So uh, the winner of the best wild deck aggregator category is... Neon31HS from HearthstoneDecks.net. Big congrats, Neon. Yeah. Yeah, so so Neon took it. Uh, our runner-up was Hearthstone Top Decks. Other nominees included Glormagic and SherryHS.com. Uh, so, you know, just talking a little bit about the nominees. Uh, Glormagic is a really interesting uh, deck aggregator in Twitter that you should all follow that generally focuses on decks from Asia and China. Mm -hmm. um, so really interesting kind of alternate perspective. It's it's kind of niche, uh, but I do think it, it warrants a follow and is interesting. ShareHS is a similar uh, site and, and service, I guess, for lack of better description, to Neons uh, that started more recently that also has very nice infographs and has great content. Hearthstone Top Decks is kind of the OG. Uh, still very, uh, very prolific. They took a, a sizable chunk of the vote. Uh, I think everyone expected Neon to win just because Neon as Twitter and website is ubiquitous. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of people still get their content from Top Decks. Uh, an interesting kind of parsing is that folks that tend to be engaged with Twitch and Twitter will tend to use Neon as an aggregator. People who tend to interact with YouTube uh tend to still use top decks as their primary so kind of an interesting um interesting uh split there uh, but uh, you know we're fortunate to have so much data at our fingertips with hearthstone and uh yeah uh, neon's prolific hard worker always present online does a wonderful job and uh rightly took the category yeah i feel that in the last year or maybe a year and a half, I have gravitated towards Neon a lot more than I have in the past. I've used all sorts of sites over the course of the years, but going to Hearthstone Decks, uh, Hearthstone-Decks.net um, has been my go-to. I have it bookmarked right on Google Chrome. I can click on it, and that's the first thing I do. And I want to grab 
to be honest, I use it for duels decks all the time. Like when I want to see what's the latest duels deck that someone's got a 12 win run with, it's my first click because the decks are here because Neon grabs all these from Twitter. You mentioned that Neon uses Twitter for a lot of their um, basically advertising the site and it works like I that's where I see it. This is where I go. I want to get my 12. I'm not going to get 12 wins, but I want to see a deck that got 12 wins and that's where I go. And then the wild decks are they have the latest. This player got legend with this deck blue train. I believe you've even been featured and it's just the go to place for me to see. OK, like what is the latest build of this deck? Because you could be playing a deck that's been good for a long time but what is it now good like in the meta because there's different tech cards there's a different meta going on and this is where i go constantly so hats off to neon for sure yeah and and you know again big uh, big shout out to all of our nominees here and i think they sort of do different things blue train had a good point where um you know a lot of the hearthstone uh wild community is very active on twitter but there's other avenues for it, right? I mean, there's there's YouTube, there's Reddit, there's um, you know Facebook groups and other stuff, and so uh, these are all great resources. Um, I have some like special love for Neon. There's nothing like uh, you know hitting Legend and getting the Neon retweet, right? Like that's the thing. Uh, you, you know you've, you've made it. Shot. Yeah, right. You know you've made it when you get the neon retweet and uh, like, oh my god, boys! I my name is on a neon tweet. I got to, my deck spotlighted. I mean, I stole the deck from NHL, but like, I you know, I played it. <laughs> I you know, I, I'll try to I, I try to give credit where it's due when I, uh, uh, you know, do well with one. But uh, you know, big big shout out here, and I've used all of these um, over over the years uh neon and top decks of course glore magic also is a big favorite of mine because um the the wild meta i think um you know it, it differs between na and eu for sure but when we look at the decks from asia they're so much different typically than than what we're used to seeing and i just love seeing all of the you know the the different things that are posted up uh they're super fun um you know and, and seeing what's played in different places. We, we recently, um, NHL and I were looking at different builds of like wild uh, ping mage, right? Or hero power mage and, and seeing different builds of it. And like, you know, why did they include this? But like, oh, well they included that. That's interesting. And, and uh, being able to kind of compare something that uh, I had done a lot of in the past and it's been a long time, um, but, but was to make like infographics comparing different decks. And so, looking at the, you know, the same archetype, but comparing different builds of it and seeing what's different and what's not. And, uh, but these are all just great resources and, uh, you know, big shout out to all of them, but, uh, neon in particular, congrats on the win. Well-deserved. Yeah. Congratulations, of course, to all of our nominees, but uh, neon, uh, there's a, a reason why neon took 56.9 nice percent of the vote. Um, I mean, neon is so accessible, so engaged, so involved. Uh, just having such an intuitive sight. Um, like you said, it, nothing feels better than hitting legend and then getting that retweet or, and, and, or that, that feature on the site. Just like, that's when you know that like, Hey, I, I, I feel really accomplished. Like hitting legend, you feel that way in general, but whenever you get the neon tweet, I mean, that's, that's like the, the gold, gold plating. That's, 
that's that's holding the deck out, right? So um, being so involved and so so accessible, just elevating not just the the decks but also the the people and and making making it less of just a oh here's a deck and here's a deck. I mean, yeah, when you go to the site, that's that's what you're you're going there for, but the engagement that neon gives and and provides i i think is just so valuable uh i mean to me and i'm sure to to many others um and we are really lucky to have neon like as as a not really standard bear but just like aggregator uh, just just a vehicle for the community so um hats off to neon right well, congratulations it, it- and let me just jump in for two seconds. You brought that up. And the whole the thing of, of, of aggregating decks is just to appreciate how much work is involved in doing this. I mean, we we did it for, what is it, a week, two weeks? Like when Alterac first launched, we we collected decks. And, and the, requi- the prerequisite was that it had to have new cards in it. Um, and the amount of work that was involved in, in collecting these and just dumping them in a spreadsheet and nothing else was like, I mean, it's hours and hours of work. And uh, to, to turn that into a, you know, an ongoing everyday thing is, is just a phenomenal amount of, um, you know, effort goes into it. And uh, so we really appreciate that uh, because I, like everyone else, is a filthy net decker. And uh, where else would we go? <laughs> Any uh, insight, NHL? Yeah, I mean, the main thing that was covered was already really said by Blue Train how, you know, there's this divide where people who are on Twitch more and Twitter will use Neon site while people on YouTube or in other places will use HS Top Decks. It's kind of like there's a certain level of engagement as well, right? Where we see when um, people talk about using like uh, Arthpone. Versus something like, you know, it's just syndicate, I guess. That's the best example I can think of. You know, as a casual, you go to the place that is tried and true, right? Everyone starts with Hearth Pona first, and then they move on when they get better and they want more refined lists and really step up their game. And it feels a little bit in a similar vein here where uh, people are looking for things up to date right away and they'll go to neon who scours twitter and looks through donkey on twitch to find you know decks that people are playing meanwhile hs top decks you know there's a lot of self-submitted stuff that shows up and you'll see the, the big popular streamers coming on but not a ton of the smaller streamers on there i know i've been featured significantly less on hs top decks than neon 31 and i think the size of my audience has a lot to do with that. Well, um, still lots of other categories, so let's uh, move on. And and I agree, NHL. Um, I I think that uh, it really does cater to different audiences, and um, it, it it's interesting to see that that split. Um, so next up, we have I've lost my place here. Uh, next up, we have the best wild podcast. So, ah, thank you. Uh, yeah, near and dear to uh, our hearts, of course. So the question is: As a nominee, did Born to Be Wild win? Let's find out. 
<laughs> that is a good question. Uh, let us look over here. So the winner of the best wild podcast is the state of wild congratulations and uh you know big big winners over here and very well deserved i have to say um but uh let me let me uh pass it over to hydra before i before i talk yeah so congratulations the state of wild uh you guys have you know cemented yourselves as individually even before being a podcast as Really good, amazing people and wild streamers get Meowth. You've been around for a very long time. You have got an awesome audience. You stream High Legend. We've got James Corbett, who's the lovable Australian that we've all got to know and love. I've got to play other games with you, and you're just a, a really great person and so fun to watch your Hearthstone content. You... You kick a lot of butt, so you can storm the wild, the wild ladder. Sometimes you're playing some hunter deck. Even before Hunter was good, James Corbett was playing Hunter at High Legend. So, you know, the the guy's pretty good at the game. And then we've got Raffle, who's already won two of these awards. He's got this other perspective, which I find really neat about the show, is that we have, you know, Get Meowth, and James Corbett, who are have these opinions based on what is at like the top level, and then we've got Raffle's opinion because Raffle plays the game a little bit differently, and it's a really cool mesh. These guys have all of their own followings, self-earned, and they've combined them into this really cool podcast. Who are up to date? They're talking about exactly what is going on. They can discuss what is up there at that high level and they can also talk about you know the weird stuff that uh wildcard's doing <laughs> <laughs> i love it and i i think these guys it's so well deserved you know and i think uh when i think of um the state of wild and i look at the hosts you know we've known them personally for a long long time and it's like the best of the best you know and uh you know, it's it's the trifecta or it's like the powerhouse team. And so, you know, it was like, oh, my God, uh, get me out and, and Corb are making a podcast together. This is great. And then they added, uh, uh, you know, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, they added Raffle. And um, it's just incredible. And I think as a, you know, as a podcast ourselves, I don't look at it as even a, a competition. It's like the more wild podcasts that we can get, the better. And we do different things, you know, and so. Um, it, it's great. I mean, we listen to their show. Uh, we, we've had them on the show. It's great. And I'm, um, you know, the, the more love that we can get for the format, it's fantastic. And then when I see, uh, you know, like XR came on their show and did a, did an interview talking about wild specific. And, um, I, I just love it. I, I think it's fantastic and nothing but love for these guys. Um, super, super excited for them. And, and honestly, I mean, it's just honored to, uh, be nominated in the first place and so i mean it's, it's really cool um but yeah much love to the state of wild absolutely <laughs> so uh amazing people uh amazing podcast i i feel so so just like enamored that that we get to even be mentioned in the same breath as them here so uh that that feels really cool um you know 
like Nate said, we listen to them <laughs> as well. So um, it's fantastic. I, I love being part of uh, the same kind of podcast community as these gents. So um, I believe we may even have an interview with them as well. So we could hear them speak of it too. Yeah, we do. You want to play that now? Or you want to play it at the end? I, uh, you know, we had a couple where we were missing the interviews, and so I uh, forgot. My bad. Well, maybe maybe you can run it, and then we can get NHL's thoughts before you do roll the tape, Nate. I, I just want to say that um, you know, even though you guys were the runner-up, you had a strong showing, and I, I think that you guys also deserve a, a, a pat on the back. Um, uh, you've been running Nate in various forms this podcast for years. Uh, consistently, it's always been wonderful content, and and it, it, and you and 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 the team here was my gateway into uh, becoming part of the wild community. And I think that for a lot of people, um, you know, you guys have uh, been um, kind of the gateway, the gateway drug in a positive <laughs> sense. Uh, and uh, I think that there is a lot of space in the field for podcasts and especially, you know, other nominees, the Hearthstoners, you know, she and Gould Daniel are not really um, doing that anymore this year. This was for last year. Um, you know, they're really missed. They had a, a unique voice and perspective. Um, you know, Jordan and Bathhead have the People's Chant podcast. Maybe more people will give that a listen to now, but this isn't really a crowded space. Uh, mm-hmm. And so there's lots of opportunity. I think you said it best. Everyone has a different value and a different voice to bring. And, and so um, uh, congrats on everyone that was nominated. Absolutely. Uh, you couldn't have said it better. I, I love it. Well, let me play the interview uh, with Get Me Out real quick, and then we can have um, NHL weigh in. The category is Best Wild Podcast, and the winner is The State of Wild. Here with me to celebrate The State of Wild's win is Get Meowth, host and creator of the series. Meowth, congratulations. How are you feeling? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, feeling pretty good. Um, super, super excited that people uh, enjoy the podcast. Absolutely. I, I think that um, what was made evident to me is the universal appeal of State of the Wild. I think that you know, all different manner of community members enjoy the podcast. You know, People are really competitive, maybe a little bit more casual. There's just so much good content in there that you know there's something for everyone. Um, as a relative latecomer to you know, community of wild podcasters. Why do you think that state of the wild has resonated to the extent that it has with the community? Honestly, I, I really couldn't tell you. I just know that when I originally started this, like as a weekly little five minute, like web series thing, uh, the whole point of it was just more high level, you know, wild content uh, out there for like the engaged player base was like the whole point of it. And then when we added Corb and then we slowly added Raffle, it allowed me just to have kind of all the perspectives of a, of a wild player. So you have Corb, who's like the hyper engaged, like the best of the best. Uh, you have me, who I think would dabble between high level and, and some off meta jank. And then you have Raffle, who has been endearingly, I think, named like he, he is the person of the people, right? He plays the decks that the majority of the wild players do. And so I think we just have like all the different perspectives and and mostly we're just like three friends that are that are just hanging out talking wild uh, with some pretty good perspective, which I think a lot of people just enjoy. Yeah, definitely your interactions on the show come across as genuine, which I think is really important. And I would also say that I feel as though, you know, you guys keep it pretty real. 
in, in so far as that you know you'll 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 praise where praise is due but you're also not afraid to to have critical feedback respectfully of course uh, i think that's important i think that that really comes across and 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 is what makes the show special um so i think the win is well earned uh congratulations again any any shout outs you'd like to make i mean i have to shout out my two co-hosts right because this this podcast would not be what it was without them so i mean started off i think like episode seven or something like that is when corb joined and you guys all know corb you guys all voted for him throughout this award show corb's awesome spoilers i I know right (laughs) but without without him and then later on raffles like these are people that i've been like really close friends with um throughout my time in wild and so it's awesome that i get to record a podcast with them hang out with them every week and and record this and and again shout out to everybody out there that listens week after week any any upcoming events or guests that you want to hint at or leak here in 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 this forum uh i will just say that we have reached out to some pretty awesome people uh that are both part of the hearthstone team and maybe not part of the hearthstone team um but i don't i don't want to spoil anything that's not confirmed but uh we've got some pretty exciting episodes coming up especially new expansion and reversions around the corner as well yeah that'll be exciting to see unnerfs are always uh a wonderful time so uh looking forward to those well thank you for taking the time congratulations once again um the show is awesome and uh yeah thanks for taking the time to speak with me thanks guys bye now well done i love get me out he's so great i uh I, I think that uh, when when back way back in the day when when Craig of Canada and myself were running into the wild, when we uh, the whole goal of the show was I mean it was wild community based but we were also looking to improve and uh, just big shout out to Get Me Out um, who's been a part of this community for ages and ages but when uh, Craig and I hit Legend for the very first time it was like it was the episode that we had Get Me Out on. Uh, get me out brought this murloc uh paladin deck and and craig hit legend and then the next week i hit legend and um it uh, you know it's 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 been all uh, downhill from there right but um uh got get me out to to thank for being just a an absolute um you know cornerstone of the wild community anyways uh, yeah marty did you want to um or nhl fan rather you know would you uh, like to comment on any of this stuff yeah, you can switch over. I think everyone knows uh, both. Uh, I switched between NHL and, and, you know, Marty B, right? Yeah, everyone knows that from THL. But, um, yeah, that interview, uh, there's a lot to unpack. Uh, you know, one of the big things that I think we have to take away from it is, like, what's the point of doing a podcast if you're not having fun with friends doing it, right? The whole point of podcasts uh, is just a bunch of friends hanging out together, and you listen in, and you get to be one of those friends also... <laughs> being a part of the conversation <laughs> yeah it's kind of what we're doing here too you know we're talking about all our friends in the community and how great they've been over time you know, both in content in their contributions in deck building in sharing things you know it's just a bunch of pats on the backs for all our friends and the community and um you know, it's a big thing from them and they've really taken that torch and reached out and tried to bring in a lot of people from different uh, areas, as you know, Mal mentioned, uh, some within Blizzard, some not, and 
it's always interesting to see when they have new guests and the kind of stuff that they're going to discuss because you know that uh, they do their research, they back up what they want to talk about, and they really try to cater not just to the hardcore audience, but casuals as well. And I think it's really cool. 100%. Okay, so moving right along, our next category is um, Best Wild Twitter. All right, so I'm going to have to level set on this one a little bit. Um, of all the categories I put together, this is probably the one that could have went back into the oven to be rebaked a little bit. So let me just talk a little bit about the thought process behind this category. My intent was not to capture people who have a large Twitter following or the best Twitter following. I was looking for people that contribute quality content on Twitter that fosters a good sense of humor and or community. Uh, full disclosure, there were some misses here. So again, um, to anyone that might have been missed in this category, um, you know, if, if we do this again next time, we'll, we'll have a more stringent nomination process. That being said, I do believe that the nominees, um, runner-ups and winners were, were all well-deserved here. So why don't uh, I take you through it? Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's switch over here to announce the winner of the best wild Hearthstone Twitter is Romanu Joke. All right. So Romanu Joke has strong Twitter game, um, lots of quality, funny tweets. Uh, if there is one critique that I must make, uh, likes Crab Rider a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. And uh, if Crab Rider gets unnerfed, at rotation or doesn't get unnerfed at rotation i have no doubt that we'll hear no end to it so looking forward to that uh runner up uh is our very own nhl nj fan one who's been known to tweet out a spicy meme um and has helped me uh propagate the make life tap cost three movement among others uh so uh, congrats on um being runner up there nhl and our other nominees was uh, Dark Seeker, uh, Mentalistic, uh, 6J, and Yada. So lots of good Twitters that uh, are, are, are fun to follow. Um, yeah, Nate, uh, any thoughts on on our winners, runners up, nominees? Uh, yeah, these are great. And I, I, you know, big shout out to Romano Joke. Always, um, always great for uh, some some hot takes and and uh, very enjoyable content. Um, and, and for the other ones as well, um, I always love, uh, you know, for NHL, the, the memes that you cook up, I think you were the, the meme Lord and I've been, uh, a pleasure to be a part of the, uh, you know, the planning committee for a couple of them, you know, sitting here looking at, uh, different pictures and cards and stuff. And it's just hilarious watching you, uh, you know, cook up these hot takes and, um, big shout out to, uh, uh, mentalistic, of course, who, um, is uh is a is a you know longtime friend of ours and uh it's actually done some like hearthstone coaching with me a long time ago um 6j one of my favorite people and uh has has some of the greatest jokes on the internet and of course yada how could i forget yada um if who, mentalistic ever like tells you has like a really good link for you to you know go to i just just do it go he has the best links i'm just saying <laughs> that's great well and and, and uh, you know a little little known thing when we had mentalistic on the show uh you know 
we we used to do a lot more parody songs than we do now and uh mentalistic reached out to me and was like uh so i i have an idea for a parody song and i you know do you you want to do this and i was like only if you sing it and so he did and it's like oh my god i love it but it's like the cringiest thing and i but i love it because it's so cringe like and he's like well you have to do it with me and so it's it's a collectively like uh you know super cringe anyway so much much love to all these folks and i did not leave out dark seeker on purpose i skipped over dark seeker because uh i have to give a, a special shout out i think to dark seeker who um is is one of the most uh positive accounts that i've seen on twitter where i, I remember um you know numerous times this has happened to me that I'll, I'll wake up and i'm sitting here my phone has got like you've got uh, you know, 50 notifications on Twitter. I'm like, oh my God, uh-oh, what happened? And it's that Dark Seeker has tagged me in a post that says, happy Saturday, go get some cake and donuts. I hope you have a wonderful day. And like, it's just the people that be nice. Oh, happy Saturday. Oh, go get a donut. Oh, get a cake, you know? And it's like, what is going on? And it's just so um, wholesome. And uh, it's just, it's it's quite wonderful. And so big shout out also to Dark Seeker, uh, who, by the way, also has a great YouTube uh, but but to all of our all of our folks here, uh, I, I love this category, and this is where I think I do most of my interaction. And so uh, snubbed a little bit here, but I'm I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, I actually it was today years old when I realized that I was not following uh, Romanu joke, and that was because they and I have like interacted on Twitter so many times and I've liked their things whenever they, they come across my timeline and, and, and I thought I was already following them mm. until today when I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so that, that prolific uh, tweeting and, and, and engagement and keeping everything, you know, there uh, being present actually made it to where I didn't realize that I was not following them. <laughs> so, uh, Shout outs, of course, to R Romanu Joke. Congratulations. Uh, well deserved. So, so much so that, gosh, I, I really did. You, you fooled me. I thought I was following you already. <laughs> Great Twitter follow, as well as, of course, all, all the other folks here, uh, especially uh, NHL fan, of course. So congratulations. Well, thank you. Um, I don't think I deserve all the credit, though, because... Uh... There's a lot of other people that help out with me, uh, notably 6J and Big Train. Done a lot with uh, helping me with those memes. And uh, the rest of you in that little server that we all know, <laughs> uh, there's a, a big group of us that all hang out. We're all good friends in there. And it's a good time. And they really help make that stuff happen. Uh, focusing on Romanu, though, uh, I know we're talking about him making memes on Twitter and stuff, and he's super prolific with it, as we all know and already mentioned with Crab Rider and such. But uh, he also streams, and um, he's one of the few EU players that uh, we're recognizing tonight here as a winner. And I really want to shout out his stream. The guy's super wholesome, very kind. Um, he memes a bit. Uh, he tries to stay in a competitive range while doing it. So, you know, mid hundreds legend, nothing too bad. Uh, on the EU server, it's more impressive because it's usually 11x range that he's playing in. So definitely shout out to him for keeping his MMR high enough to get 11x, even while he's playing absolute garbage. No offense. It's really impressive. Uh, 
really speaks to his level of play. And if you ever stop by his stream, you're going to have a good time because he's super wholesome. Great guy from France. Yeah. Hey, for those of you listening to the audio version of this podcast later, um, you know, we'll have links to, to everybody's um, uh, various socials in the show notes. So check those out. But uh, it's just it's Romanu joke um, on Twitter and uh, on Twitch. So it's R-A-M-A-N-U-J-O-K-E if you want to follow uh, Romanu joke on on Twitch. Okay, so next category is Best Wild Class Discord. So just to clarify, this is Best Wild Class Discord, not Best Discord. I found it interesting that in Wild, we seem to have these discords that focus on a particular class. It's not something that that one really sees elsewhere. It's kind of an interesting phenomenon. So uh, let's uh, bring in the results and see who took this one home. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, the winner of the best wild class Discord is drumroll the Dead Man's Cult, uh, which is the warrior class Discord, and this by a, a long shot. Uh, I I was not even close, uh, and it was quite hilarious as well. Uh, the Dead Man's Hand Cult is uh, is a well known. Um, in the community, I think. Yeah, to me, when I saw this category, it was almost like a no-brainer. It's this notorious discord of people playing the warrior class with Dead Man's Hand, and, uh, you know, it comes up in passing when we're doing the show and whatnot, and hands down for me, this this is definitely the winner. So congratulations to the Dead Man's Cult discord. <laughs> Right. Oh my God. I, 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 uh, I'll, I'll admit I voted for them as well. And I will never forget, um, when I first found out about it, um, I mean, ages ago, but I, I remember joining that discord and was just flabbergasted at the number of members. Well, you know, for this, this like obscure deck that is, uh, you know, well, it is what it is. It's a cult, right? Uh, and I jumped in and, God, I, at the time, I mean, this is years ago, but I, there was like, I don't know, like a thousand members or whatever it was. And I was like, oh my God, maybe more than that. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? Um, and uh, what what is the running joke, right? Dead Man's Hand has uh, a 100% win rate if you play it correctly. Um, and so, uh, you know, big shout out to these, to these uh, folks here with the Dead Man's Cult Discord. Runner up uh, was the Shaman Discord. Uh, the wood nominees being the Druid, Hunter, and Rogue discords. I don't know what the names of them are. If I don't know if you do Blue Train offhand, but uh, they're always so creative as well. So um, I love love highlighting that. I want to just shout out the Shaman Discord as well. Um, you know, I, they have a pretty big following as well. Um, you know, the Dead Man's Hand Cult Discord, if I'm not mistaken, is not only the biggest wild Discord. It might even be one of the biggest discords in hearthstone period so yeah it's a big big shout out there yeah they, they definitely uh earned the the moniker of cultist by by being very involved by being very engaged and by being very true to their um class and very true to their archetype of dead man's hand so um huge shout outs to the cultists absolutely congratulations on winning this category yeah um there's uh, so much to be said here 
mean that that man's cult discord has become a bit of a meme it was it started as a meme at first i think uh the creator was very serious and uh, and everyone who joined uh kind of turned it into a joke but it became self-aware very quickly and um pretty sure they would all say that they're uh very coped up in there (laughs) you know the whole dead man's hand warrior would be 70 percent win rate if played perfectly it has a very high skill cap, so I, I hear that. I hear that's true. <laughs> yeah, we all know. So it's insane. Uh, co-parter, uh, we all, all the guys over there. Uh, the shaman Discord is probably in shambles as we speak, despite uh, both <laughs> owning uh, both servers and moderating both. You know, great guy. The the Druid Discord server is um, kind of there. Yes, legendary. That's a good one. But uh, not as legendary as the Rogue Discord server, which I believe had more people asking for a link to it than people voting for it, which I thought was pretty interesting. But really, uh, back to the the DMH Discord server, uh, they're all great people. Uh, Despite the moniker, uh, it's not really all about DMH in there. Uh, It's just a lot of cool people, you know, chilling all with. the one thing in common that uh, they hate themselves is to play DMH. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Their, uh, their Discord slogan, how long can this go on? <laughs> <laughs> and and um, just a shout out, I, I believe Labore started the um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Um, a notable miss in the late night category uh, for streamers. So uh, the the Rogue Discord is actually a pretty nice place because he curates that pretty well. So just a little shout out to Labore there. Absolutely. Yeah. Great, great person. All right. Uh, moving on uh, to the next category. Um, best wild deck innovator another category that i'm going to have a little mea culpa with it's probably one that could have spent a little bit more time being fleshed out um, although i do think that uh, we have some good nominees although i'm certain that folks uh, with keen eyes will find some notable misses just a little bit of a of, a, of an asterisk that deck innovator deck popularizer deck refiner all of these things were considered when um uh, selecting our winner here uh, and nominees. Um, and uh, our winner for this category was kind enough to grace us with an interview. So um, after Nate, you announced the winner, let's roll the tape. Yeah, very excited. This is a great category. I uh, I, I like it a lot. And so the, um, the winner here of the best wild deck innovator is none other than... Martian Boo, Martian Boo. Uh, yeah. Primarily with this is uh, with Cthulhu Druid. By the way, uh, was the uh, the deck, and I didn't have a place to uh, include that in the graphic here. But um, with uh, th- almost thirty five percent, and so let me let me play the uh, interview here, and then we can chat about it. The category is best wild deck innovator, and the winner once again is Martian Boo. Congrats on another victory, another decisive victory. How, how are you feeling about this one? I'm pretty proud of that one, actually. Um, this is a pretty stacked field uh, I've seen from the uh, the submissions. It's it's good to win this one for sure. Well, I I think it's well earned. Your Cthulhu Druid, um, while this is not the only deck you've innovated, obviously it it's probably the one in most recent memory that's become quite meta and prolific on ladder, and also scratched an itch. I think a lot of people were uh, not 
not a lot of control decks uh, were really viable before this one, so I think it had a, a lot of broad appeal for that reason. Um, deck building generally, though, is a very important part of card games, but due to deck limitation size in Hearthstone and the plethora of data and resources available online, it can be really hard to innovate and be creative. What advice would you offer to those that are trying to innovate, you know, the next meta breaker, or just build a solid original deck with some hopes of it being, you know, successful on their own terms? I think that, well, access to cards is a factor for sure. Um, having a complete collection definitely helps. Uh, I would say understanding what works and not limiting yourself to that is innovation. <laughs> I guess how you how you do good uh original deck building i guess so like uh with cathundruid as an example the core of the deck is still oaken summons vargoth injured marauder ferocious howl branching pads and then uh stuff that synergizes with that um so from that perspective how different is it from malagos druid uh a little different but uh the the core of the deck is is pretty similar but uh being able to branch out and think about like you know, an unratable win con and um, what type of stuff you're trying to beat. Um, you look at Warrior also has pretty strong core and like Risky Skipper and um, Ankar and stuff like that. Once you add that Risky Skipper Battle Rage draw engine, you have a lot of freedom to build something with whatever you want to do with it. Uh, I do see like a lot of people are afraid to cut things that are pretty established, like uh, I recently cut Psychic Scream from Raza Priest, and chat can't wrap their minds around it. The like Psychic Scream is so slow, and it has so few decks that even have a board to be removed that you're just never gonna. It's just gonna be rotting in your hand against most of your opponents. So, <laughs> uh, just understanding like what what is good and not limiting yourself to what's established. I think with a decent enough collection, you can come up with some cool stuff. Definitely, your comment about cutting cards is one that resonates with me i tend to be one that is really attached to certain certain things and i and i find that you know when a deck kind of becomes uh, a de facto choice uh, it's usually the omissions that i find very compelling like wow it took a lot of courage to make that cut and then you take it for granted that it makes a lot of sense once it's established but kind of making that leap i think is a big one so it's uh, really interesting really interesting uh feedback um so thank you for sharing. Uh, any shout-outs or yeah. acknowledgements you'd like to make on this category? Uh, um, yeah, I guess to chat again. Uh, <laughs> it really helps like to have everyone supporting me so that I can practice. I feel like I'm getting better at um, tweaking with decks a bit. I look back at myself when I first started streaming, and I was a lot more restrained by like established things and afraid to um, keep my same... to alter the 30 like the established 30 whatsoever and now i almost never do i like i almost at least have like a card or two different than what most other people are running so uh it helps to have practice uh chat suggesting decks and just enabling me to play a lot uh really helps wonderful well congratulations once again on taking this category well earned and Thank for you. taking the time to speak with me today yeah for sure thanks for hosting well well congratulations martian definitely very much well earned this cthune druid that martian made and you know streamed and innovated 
really did take the wild ladder by storm. When when I first saw this deck, um, specifically for myself, I kind of get myself in a bit of a niche. These are the decks I like to play. I like to play more aggressive things. Uh, games are faster, right? And I don't always get, go outside, you know, my comfort zone. And when I saw this deck, I thought, hey, that's really cool, right? And I decided, hey, well, we all know I need Druid wins, so let's play some Druid, right? And I... I really loved it. I, you know, didn't do the best with it at the beginning, but you get better. And it was just something for me in this past year that got me outside kind of my comfort zone. And I was playing Druid. I don't play a lot of Druid. And I thought it was really neat. And then we just saw, like I said, it took the ladder by storm. It was everywhere. People flocked to this deck. They really, really did. And so I think this is very, very well earned, Martian. Oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I, I think Martian is not the hero we deserve, but Martian is the hero that we need. And I, I think when, you know, things were starting to feel stale, it's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, we, we want to play a deck with new cards in it. Uh, wait a minute. This is actually good. Um, so this I took this deck to Legend in January and it was really fun. And and again, it's like learning something new out of my comfort zone. But, uh, you know, something new in general uh you know we talk about this every time we do set reviews is that wild is uh you know it, it really takes a lot to get a a new card either into an existing deck you know a card has to be good enough to re replace uh something else in an existing deck or even more rare of a situation is to create a brand new archetype and that's what martian has done with this and i think a lot of people myself included uh thought that when the new Cthune came out that it was more of a, a meme than anything. It was like, well, this is fun, but it's really slow and it's, you know, it's neat, but like not only do you have to assemble it all, but then you got to draw it. And like Martian has, has found a way to do this uh, and be wildly success, successful, um, you know, much to my chagrin because I hate playing against it. Uh, but again, you know, I took it to legend, so I can't complain too much, but uh, congrats Martian. And, and, you know, um, maybe uh briefly later you know, blue trainer someone can talk about the other um nominees because we've got some incredible players here with some incredible decks that that you know deserve spotlight as well yeah we we definitely do um so martian cannot speak highly enough about you uh you're innovating the hearing you and and you blue train uh speak about um what cutting a card does to uh, refining an archetype was was really illuminating as well so so thank you for having that that conversation that we got to benefit from uh some of the other deck innovators here of course our, our runner-up corb everyone know, knows corb but uh of course huge uh shout out and recognition to maxi bond with a uh, pillager rogue there um i think in maxi bond's hands in particular pillager rogue is a tier one deck in many other people's hands, it is very much not. So a uh, huge shout out to, to Maxi in, in particular for not just piloting the deck with, with such expertise, but, but also being able to uh, communicate the, the different lines that uh, Pillager Rogue, uh, you know, 
can actually get there uh, and, and the, the different uh, strategies and, and, and tactics to, to have success with Pillager Rogue. Um, and and that, that same teaching and that, that same uh, ju just guidance is, I think, what, what gave uh, Martian Boo the win here as well. So congratulations, Martian. And uh, of, of course, special shout outs to our friends as well. Um, the one thing I do want to mention with Martian before covering the other nominees here, uh, what's so impressive about what Martian did is he basically took a card that was otherwise considered a meme and made it viable. Uh, Cthune never had a good deck, really, even in standard too. Like there was one deck where it was okay, and that was uh, Highlander Mage, and even there, it was very iffy. But the card just works in the deck and it's a powerful finisher by itself and that deserves to be shouted out you know taking a meme card and actually making it viable as for the others though uh going through uh Amor deserves a huge shout out because uh it got famous on twitter and right yeah yeah just by playing his own deck right with uh flow quest mage for exodia which is really cool uh hopper I know you mentioned he found cute lock somewhere, but he's the one that really popularized it out west on most servers, and it got him rank one on two of the three servers that he hit rank one on. Just super impressive. Uh, Romano joke we've already talked so much about his love for crab rider and uh, buff warriors really uh, his bread and butter with that. Six J uh, with Mozaki Mage. If you were playing on the NA server during Barons and um, you queued into Six J. You always knew what he was playing, and you knew what to expect, and he would still win. Deck was insane in his hands, and he taught quite a few players how to also make it insane. Uh, we've all seen Corb's APM play. Uh, I always get stressed because he's uh, one of those players that waits into the rope to start making decisions, and it's ironic because, as the name suggests, uh, you gotta go fast with the deck. So, really funny to see there. Inman, always mysterious. Always interesting. Happy to see him. I've heard good things, and I heard he's also really funny. Mm -hmm. And I hope Handbuff comes back in some form with uh, his innovations. He's still high legend. Uh, he's had some other innovations as well. He did a cool uh, Solitaire Kingsbane Rogue by himself, where it was very similar to Standard Poison Rogue, but with Kingsbane, and with a Garot finisher. So he's innovated as well. And of course, Maxi, as we discussed, Pillager Rogue. You know, that's his bread and butter. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to everyone. And also, I, I remember we talking about it a while back, but 6J uh, had written a guide for Mozaki Mage that was phenomenal. So, um, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, creating the deck and popularizing, but it's also just the, um, you know. Evangelizing. Hey, there's there's the word. They helped yeah. him with that. So it was a good guide. I took that deck to Legend on EU on the back of that guide because it's not a deck that i generally have the gray matter to pilot so kind of kind of just goes to show what uh what can happen when you uh you know, take the time to popularize evangelize refine innovate um so i, I think everyone on here er earns a spot even if there were some misses um and uh yeah uh, i think that uh, for the next category um same kind of mia culpa there are some notable misses here I'll list some of them off and apologize, um, but um, the category is 
most recognizable high legend ladder grinder. So let me just talk a little bit about what this means. Because when we talk about the misses, you know, a lot of folks I get saying like, well, I had a good finish. Well, sure. But like, I'm thinking about the people that you constantly queue into, you know, when you watch Corb streaming and he queues into the same person five, six, seven times, you know, they're always playing a uh, high ladder. They're always kind of just grinding it out. They're probably playing more Hearthstone than they probably should. Those are the folks that I wanted to capture with this category. So, uh, Nate, why don't you uh, show us uh, the nominees and winner? All right. This is a fun one as well. All right. So um, the uh, the winner here for the most recognizable wild high legend ladder grinder is none other than... Reaver Ryan. <laughs> this is great. And there's a story here. Uh, there's a there's a whole story here. Uh, but but big shout outs to our runner up lasagna and nominees EPT Hopper Inman 6J Maxi Bond um, OT uh, Zyaxia if I'm pronouncing that correctly and Tiger Eye. Yeah, so Reaver Ryan, congratulations. This odd paladin for me specifically um it, it it took the ladder by storm reaver ryan is up there on on the high legend leader board list and then suddenly there's 17 other versions of reaver ryan on the high legend ladder all different variations of the name you're looking you're running into just you know different spellings different plays on the name Reaver Ryan was everywhere, and it was just this really cool moment in time where Reaver Ryan um, <laughs> just had this movement, really. And so for me, it's the most recognizable uh, high legend ladder grinder because Reaver Ryan had many faces for a while. There was many Reaver Ryans out there, and I, I thought that it was a really cool moment in time that we had in the high legend wild ladder. God, it was hilarious, and and uh, you know this was before um, all the all the nerfs as well to uh, to Odd Paladin. But um, you know, like Hyder was saying, uh, Reaver Ryan caused a a whole movement. Uh, it was just hilarious, and um, you know, it was like, oh wow, this you know this guy's truly pr prolific. And then I started going through my HS replay, and I was like, oh, I faced him like five times on my legend climb. Um, and uh super recognizable yeah to the point of um you know every uh, a handful of uh, friends and top tier ladder players uh cr you know all created smurf accounts that were some uh, uh amalgamation of of the name reaver ryan and and climb to legend with uh you know versions of that odd paladin deck so very f funny and entertaining the, the the winner uh you know as clearly uh, most recognizable is is well deserved there you know, big shout out to our um to to our other nominees though who are truly you know the ones that that we we see we know grinding ladder um constantly and uh and so absolutely ept operating men 6j maxi bond i, I wanted to give a special shout out to maxi bond um i mean not only see a friend of our show a competitor in our listener series um and hang out with him in discord all the time but there was a, a point where um God, not too long ago, maybe it was December, uh, where Maxi Bond maintained rank one legend every day of the month for an entire month. And, you know, whenever Maxi would lose it, we just grind back until he got it. 
And, uh, you know, there was an entire month there where, where Maxi um, maintained rank one legend the entire month. And that was like, oh my God, uh, levels of, of commitment. So, you know, big shout out to, uh, to all of our competitors here, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, each and every one of these high legend ladder grinders are prolific. And gosh, like you said, special shout out to to of course maxi but but also every one of these people play more hearthstone than i mean gosh probably most of us uh on the show combined <laughs> which is saying a lot uh so c- congratulations of course to reaver ryan uh not only did um you know the the meme and and the event of of reaver ryan paladin um you know, kind of caused that that movement, uh, but but also a it was such a a unique take on the archetype that it it, it was just really um, you know outstanding. Like it stood out. So uh, playing Od- Odd Paladin then, and and probably playing a Pirate Warrior, you're now um, congratulations and well earned victory, Reaver Ryan. No, I feel like he's not even going to see this. Probably, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> So, like, are we really rewarding this to anyone? That, that's the question. We truly had we a Spartacus start? moment with uh, with the Reaver Ryan movement. <laughs> like, it's so strange. This guy's super mysterious. Nobody knows him. Uh, there's theories. Some of us think he's really old. Some of us think he's really young. We don't know if his, uh, his friends list is full, if he's locked out, if he just doesn't like people, or... If he just or she doesn't receive the friend request at all, none of us know, and it's gonna forever be a mystery. Well, do we, can we, uh, you know, have otters accept the 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 award on behalf of Reaver Ryan? Oh. <laughs> I'd like to to address a comment made in chat um, that you know it's otters reward because he made the movement, but but I think that that it. it it warrants call out that why did otters kind of make the movement because he kept queuing into this person over and over again that was running a suboptimal odd paladin list that didn't make much sense but still somehow managed to consistently be queuing games uh at high ladder so i think that it still is applicable Mm -hmm. Uh, i do have to say though that the meme probably um put him over the top uh or her or them um, but I do want to make a special mention to our runner-up, Lasagna, who, who to me embodies what it means to be a high legend ladder grinder. Uh, the man has occupied triple rank one on more than one occasion, um, played tons of games to make it happen. Um, and I suspect that, you know, if, if the meme didn't kind of propel uh, Reaver Ryan to stardom, um, I'm pretty sure Lasagna would have taken it. And, and, and I mean, the numbers are the numbers. I can't put my thumb on the scale, uh, but if I could, I, I would definitely, um, I would definitely give it to Lasagna. I also want to shout out Memnark, whom I inexplicably left off this list. Um, Memnark, if you're still here uh, or you're listening to the recording, uh, my apologies. I'll find some way to, uh, to, to make it up to you. Um, and, and again, you know, I think that it warrants call out that a lot of this was not especially well thought out on my part. You know, again, I, I didn't expect this to kind of blow up the way it did. Uh, certainly uh, some of these categories were better than others. 
um, you know, and, and if I or someone else ever does this again, you know, we'll take those lessons learned and, and hopefully uh, tighten up the uh, nominations, uh, etc. So anyways, just some some thoughts there on Rivarai and Lasagna, etc. Very good. Very good. All right. Um, next category, uh, a fun one uh, is Tech W in chief. Uh, Tech W in chief is the person who is the most prolific tech card includer uh, on ladder. And uh, Nate, uh, I, I don't think the winner will surprise most folks, but let's go through it all the same. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So uh, the winner of our Tech W in chief here is uh, none other than the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, White Delight. <laughs> with uh 55.5 percent of the votes by the way um so uh white delight especially known for um the uh, the, the various shaman builds yeah i mean anybody who you know loves to play reno decks but is okay with compromising the reno effects by doubling up on disruption cards deserves the win Right, like if you're throwing in your double dirty rats, that turns off your your Reno effects. I, I that that's pretty legit, right? Like you 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 are you're pretty dedicated to the the tech and the disruption. So I I really think that White Delight totally deserves this. It's not much of a surprise, but a complete congratulations to White Delight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I I agree here. Um... It's it's always fun to uh, I, you know follow White Delight on on Twitter and um, constantly you know copying deck codes and stuff. And I remember uh, particularly just recently when Alterac came out and we were um, we were uh, aggregating decks, wild decks for the first couple weeks, and and it was nothing but Freeze Shaman and Freeze Shutterwalk Shaman and Freeze Galakron Shaman and the, the the various builds. And every time I'd see uh, you know another White Delight special, it's like why is this in there? But but you know like White Delight is such a good player, is such a you know so talented and and um, you know how you know the the numbers don't lie and so uh, you know like you were mentioning before in the show the White Delight special um, and uh, you know well deserved I, I you know I do want to give a big shout out to our um, other competitors as well to to kind of post them up uh, here so to Tiger Eye um, is as our runner up and then nominees Ben from work. Um, Dr. Evil, Jack, and and Memnark. Uh and, and big shout out um to Dr. Evil who uh, I'll never forget, you know, has big uh, you know, we've had her on the show before and, and she's a longtime friend of our show, but um wanted so badly to hit legend with like uh, homebrew Reno Shutterwalk Shaman and has done it multiple times with like like the the janky custom sticky fingers and eater of secrets <laughs> yes uh and so and so in my mind it's like my goodness you talk about tech cards and i i uh but but to be able to hit legend with like reno and i'm sorry i'm sorry it wasn't reno shutterwalk shaman it's like reno shutterwalk nazoth shaman and yeah we're talking in a meta where people weren't playing shutterwalk right like this was you were not expecting this at all so, but you know, to to all of our players here, and uh, yeah, how can you lose if you tech for everything? Oh. And that's you know, it's kind of funny because that's we we were commenting uh, on this the other day. I've been playing a lot of the free shaman lately, and um, 
the the deck is like turned into primarily tech cards uh it is just the well, you know what combination of tech cards do i want to put in this deck aside from my um you know frost cards so uh but anyways this is this is such a fun category i like it yeah it, it really really is such a fun category and as soon as i i saw tech w in chief uh, as the title for most prolific tech card includer i mean you knew that that white delight w- was going to take this one uh you know tech w shaman white delight uh special the, the, they're synonyms right <laughs> they're they're definitely analogous with one another so uh I, I think just that association, if nothing else, um, gosh, cannot think of a more deserving winner for this category. And that's saying a lot because we've got, like Nate, Nate said, Tiger Eye, Ben, Taylor, Jack, Nemnark. Like th- these are all definitely worthy winners if White Delight wasn't there uh, being, gosh, themselves a a synonym for deck cards so what well-deserved uh, nominees all around and and well-deserved and congratulations uh on your win white delight as well yeah uh what else is there to be said really um we already talked about the white delight special and there's a reason for it because he goes beyond the whole teching and does some super unorthodox things with his builds like uh double rat in arena deck you know and it's funny because when you talk to him and he walks you through it it actually sounds logical by the end of it <laughs> it's so weird because before that you're like what the heck is he doing with this this is so bad why would i ever play this it looks like some like gold 10 garbage and then he <laughs> walks through what every single card does and why he has it in there and you realize wow this guy knows what he's doing thinks like no one else and this is why no one will win with his decks <laughs> it's crazy but he wins with it so yep. that's off to him very good and i have to say for many months the the uh defile and dark glare warlock was uh pretty prolific where like i'd always like hear people playing hearthstone and like i wouldn't know who was playing and they'd be like Oh, they don't run Dark Lair. They don't run Defile and Dark Lair, right? And then someone chime in, "No, no, no. This is Tiger Eye. You have to play around it. You have to play around it." You know, and 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 that 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 twinge of panic uh, is is probably what earned uh, Tiger Eye our our, our runner up. So that's uh, that's a it's a pretty good one too. It might not be as prolific as White Delight, but there were a lot of those "Oh no, Tiger Eye runs Defile" moments. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good one. Um, all right. So finally, our final category. And thank you, everyone, for bearing with us. There was a lot of content to cover, um, but it's been a lot of fun. This one is the, the the best wild community figure. This is the award of awards. Um, Nate, why don't you uh, take us through it? Yeah, this is this is a great one here. And uh, the, the penultimate award, um, I agree. It's not White Delight, sorry. I this is the old this is the old screen. This is Tech W. All right. So the winner for the best wild community figure goes to drumroll, please. Not have a drum roll on the soundboard. <laughs> I know Corbett Games. <laughs> Corbett Games. Uh, yeah. Congratulations, Corb. Uh, 
This is, uh, you know, this is the big one. Uh, this is the, you know, the embodiment, I think, of the wild community and uh, well, well deserved win to Corb, who, who coincidentally, I think, won. Uh, uh, she is a coveted sexiest man of wild award. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually the runner up. Oh, who won? <laughs> So, concern uh, mom probably. Probably. <laughs> Hair club. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. No. Congratulations for sure. Uh, do we want to play uh, our our clip that we have? Oh yes, our, my our speech. My bad. I I got I got excited here. Yes. Let me uh let me play let me play the interview here. Here we go. The category is best wild community figure, and the winner is Corbett. Corb, this was the big one. The award of awards, and you've taken it home. How are you feeling? I am very surprised, but very, very grateful. Um, I think this whole award show in general has been a really cool idea of yours, Blue Train, and it's been a great celebration of you know the whole community and something I was really happy to see you put together. And yeah, this award, I mean, it's great, right? It's really, really cool to recognize that. Very surprising. I wouldn't have expected to win this one at all. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of this really nice to be shown kind of so much love uh, from the wild community, which I really, really do appreciate. Well, I believe it was well-deserved, and thank you for your comments. You know, you, you regularly innovate decks. You're hanging out constantly at the top of the leaderboard. You have a wonderful stream. When you started streaming, and really when you started creating content, did you think things would come this far? What were your original expectations when you decided to go live for the first time yeah i mean everyone comes uh with different expectations of streaming right uh based on you know whether they're already established or known in the community i i felt like if i went live there was a good chance i'd pull in you know maybe 10 viewers <laughs> which i was very excited about because uh i've been you know uh you know in the competitive hearthstone community for a while but i didn't think it would uh, probably blow up to this much. Um, I didn't think I would necessarily be streaming wild and become this entrenched in the wild community and keep uh, keep playing this format and have that be my main go-to. So I don't know, like I, I still remember um, how crazy it was when I first started streaming and like I got my first big raid from uh, Slissa <laughs> and she raided me with a few hundred viewers at the time and how absolutely crazy and heart, my heart was going nuts at the time and it was very nerve wracking. And to think that that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of viewership and that kind of, uh, you know, community involvement has become the normal, the day-to-day. -day. Um, it's kind of surreal a little bit. It's very, very cool. And it's very thankful that I, you know, started doing this a few years ago. And I think streaming overall has just been incredibly positive for me, uh, you know, just my life in general. So I really, really love that I started doing this. And it kind of went beyond my expectations. That's wonderful. And you certainly pay it forward. Uh, especially every time you raid me um, or, or <laughs> another small streamer. Um, so that, that's, that's wonderful that you're able to, to, to do that. Uh, more broadly, though, what in your view makes for a good steward of the community now that you've been recognized as the face of Wild Hearthstone? What makes a good steward of the community? I mean, I'm not sure. I guess overall just being... Um... You know, being positive about the game or, or being uh, even keeled is probably a good thing. You know, being reasonable, sort of having reasonable expectations. and But also being willing to, you know, dive into all the discussions that people want to hear about. You know, people want honesty and they 
want to hear how wild can be better and at the same time what makes wild great so i don't know i think this being consistent in terms of content um and all that kind of thing helps a ton i do a lot of different stuff when it comes to the vs report and the streaming and then the podcast with you know get me out and ruffle so big shouts to those guys um but i just think giving people you know different voices and different things to consume um and get involved in with the wild community is overall just the biggest thing that you know you can do I would just add to that that I think another big important item is being authentic, and and I think that that's mm. a, a, a characterization that uh, that you embody, um, and and a, a big uh, a big plus there. Um, speaking of being authentic, you know you can't rightly abandon Wild for Standard anymore. Now that you've been named the most recognizable Wild community figurehead, so I have to ask. What are your plans for the future with respect to formats? I mean, I've been locked down, right? Like, <laughs> I am absolutely tied down, ball and shade at this stage. I did get very frustrated, I, I will say, with some of the stuff going on in Wild with the Ignite cheating and um, things like that in December. But with kind of a lot of that out of the way, I, um, I've been really loving Wild uh, over the past month. And it kind of does seem like that was maybe just a small blip, a small bump where I was kind of looking at standard. but. Overall, every time I try and play more standard, I do end up coming back to playing wild. And it's not necessarily because the format is the best. It's because genuinely and sincerely, I have a lot of ties to this community and uh, I have a lot of friends in this community. And I probably wouldn't be playing wild if it was just a matter of, you know, which format. But, um, you know, I love a lot of the people that I get to interact with and I have a great time doing it. And it's what just keeps bringing me back. And so I don't think I can leave Blue Train. I think with this nomination, I am officially locked in uh forever a wild player all right you you've it's on the record now and and i do agree <laughs> in all seriousness that that it is the the people that that keeps me around and i i would also like to acknowledge that the meta game i am the biggest meta whiner there is but you know i think we, we have the best meta right now maybe since ashes um which is you know saying a lot it's been a pretty rough year um so you know uh enjoy it while we can um we're gonna have our ups and downs and, and hopefully as time goes on we'll have more ups um finally any acknowledgements shout outs uh you'd like to make yeah i mean again just reiterating the shout outs to everyone that voted you know i i again wasn't expecting to have won this category so uh very pleasant surprise so thank you um yeah thank you to everyone that ultimately keeps wild going that tunes into all the wild streamers uh wild as a whole has you know changed a lot in terms of the streamers and viewership and people participating in the format and i think it's really really been cool over the past a few years um in particular big shout outs to uh get me out and ruffle as other people who weren't nominated in this category uh but you know really help uh make wild more fun for me by getting me to do the podcast as well so i love doing that show with those guys um and yeah, shout out to uh, everyone that helps out on my, you know, Twitch stream, all the mods and regular viewers and all those kind of people. So thank you guys. Wonderful. Well, congratulations so much again for winning the category of best wild community figure. Again, uh, couldn't think of a better person to take it home. So congrats once more and uh, we'll catch you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Great interview and congratulations, James Corbett for winning the category for best wild community figure. You know, I I completely agree with this. We have, we have like this category is stacked 
by the way. We even have our own Nate Wolf. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Corbett, he has such a positive, wholesome stream. I really appreciate Blue Train, you mentioning, um, you know, his, uh, like, how authentic he really is. Like, w- what you see on Corbett's stream is is really him. It's what you get. Like, you can watch him where he's got 400 people watching him stream and he's talking, and then you can play a game with him separately. Like, I'll be on Discord and I'll play a game with the guy. He's the same person, right? Like, he is just extremely genuine. And I think that his genuine attitude and positivity has really led him to achieve, you know, this goal that he's gotten, this best wild community figure. So completely hats off to James Corbett. Uh, you've done an excellent job in this community. And you're you're somebody that people can look up to. They can learn from you and they can, you know, just emulate kind of like the positivity that you put into the community. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Corb, uh, Corb seems like such a great choice to me. Um, you know, we've, we've known Corb for a long time, we interact with Corb and, and I agree, uh, you know, f- for somebody as well known, uh, in the community, you know, not only is, is Corb a, a deck innovator, like Corb's got it all right. Uh, he's, he's a deck innovator. He's a high level, uh, legend ladder grinder, uh, great streamer, great podcast. Um, he's genuinely like nice person. We've had him on our show before he he's participated in, in fact, one, uh, our listener series in the past. And, um, I, you know, it's just a plus, uh, he's got that wonderful Australian accent. Um, but I, I love Corb. I, I think that, uh, like Corb is, is the right person, you know, uh, for this award. And so, um, you know, very happy that he won. I loved hearing the interview and, and even you hear him talking about it. Like he's so genuine and he's so humble and, uh, you know, that's what this community needs. I think the wild community is, is, is very passionate and, and oftentimes, um, you know, passion leads to, uh, you know, to, to hot takes and to, um, drama and Corb has always stayed, you know, above the fray and, uh, you know, I, I like that and, I, I don't know. I really can't say enough good things about Corb. Very well deserved. So, um, yeah. Well, well, well played there, Corb. Yeah, definitely. Well played. Well earned. And I mean, the the people have spoken. Corbett Games is definitely the the figurehead for Wild. Um, at the very least for for twenty twenty one. We we can continue that, right? <laughs> um, he, he's definitely the community member. The that we need and and that we appreciate and that that we love seeing here. So congratulations to Corb um his authenticity, his uh humbleness. I mean, th- there's a reason why the people voted Corb as the best wild community figure. So congratulations to James Corbett. Well earned. And I'll turn it over to you, Marty. Yeah. So um there's one big thing to take away from here, and that's the percentage, uh, 23.8%. Uh, it's not to take a knock on Corp at all uh, with him winning. Uh, it just really tells you how close 
uh, this vote was. It was very split among everyone. Okay, so uh, there's a lot of debate on who should be re representing the community. Uh, Corb one just slightly ahead of the rest. But really, all the others are just as good at representing the community according to the votes, and I think that says a lot about the uh, the members that we have listed here. All great people, all um, individuals and content creators that you should follow and get to know. And uh, they're really what makes the community great. So shout out to all of them. Yeah, absolutely. And real quick, maybe Blue Train, you can go over uh, for the folks who are listening to the audio version of this podcast. Maybe you can run down the the list real quick and we can uh, we'll make sure that we include this stuff in the show notes later. Of course. So the winner, obviously, Corbett Games. Runner up, uh, runners up was Dane and Raffle, who were statistically tied. And then the nominees in this category, in alphabetical order, were Get Me Out, Keith Numbers, Martian Boo, Nate Wolf, and Otters underscore TV. Very good. Hey, I'm honored to be nominated. By the way, I uh, was not expecting that at all. I've been around for a long, long time, but uh, I that uh, was was a, a surprise to me and. Uh, I voted for you, Nate. Aww. That's, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, wild is a, you know, the, the community wild community is, is, um, that's why I'm here. That's why I've lasted this long, I will say. And, and, uh, you know, the game is the game, you know, the game is fun and it, it, it ebbs and flows, but the community, um, is, it's why we do this, or at least why I do it. So, um, you know, love it. Uh, this is, this is great. And this is just a great batch of, of, of people here. And, um, you know, blue train, I, I want to say a big thank you, heartfelt thank you for, uh, putting together this, uh, awards ceremony in the first place. It was, um, you know, it, it's great. I think one of, one of like the tenants of, of our show here is to spotlight members of the wild community. And that is exactly what you've done here in, in so many different ways. And, um, you know, can't thank you enough for uh all you know all the hard work putting this together uh and to the community in general for voting like the uh, you know the outpouring of votes that came in was was well above what any of us uh, expected that it would be and it just goes to show you how how strong the community is so um you know i i absolutely love it this has been a blast and and i'm very uh you know even honored that we were able to to host the uh award show here on born to be wild um, before we, we kind of wrap up the show here, Blue Train, you have any final, final words, um, you know, on the people's choice awards or, or, or for yourself, you know, any, uh, any shout outs or, or anything that you want to offer up? Um, well, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for, uh, giving me the platform and the venue to host this. Um, really appreciate it. Um, you know, having, uh, fine people to discuss this with really helps to put, uh, put everything into context. So thank you, Nate you did a lot of work on just the logistics, um, including many late nights this week. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, as always, the visuals are wonderful. Um, so your hard work is well, well appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to thank everyone that took the time to um, help uh, select the nominees. Um, I want to thank everyone that, uh, were inadvertently left out or for the categories that were not maybe as fine-tuned as others um yeah and and that that's that's really it uh it was an it was an interesting ex experience 
I didn't expect this to be an experience. I thought this was going to be another low quality uh, uh, meme post on Twitter. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it resonated with people. Um, and uh, I think that uh, um, th there's, there's a lot to celebrate in the wild community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and also, you know, NHL, let me ask you, uh, before we wrap things up here, any, any final shout outs or, or uh, you know, words on, on our words tonight or the wild community in general? Yeah, I mean, what needed to be said in the read already has been said so uh the words have kind of been taken away from me but uh i really want to thank you guys uh for hosting this i know i sound like a broken record you know you guys have already been thanked so much for doing all the work here nate i know you made a ton of graphics for this can't believe you stayed up all night working on this for us so thank you for that thank you hydra and uh sheep for also helping out and running this and thank you blue train for putting this together originally you know, this whole People's Choice Awards was your idea. And yeah, uh, you know, some of us did push you to make it happen. But in the end, it was, you know, your baby, your your content idea. And you really brought a lot of people together here to enjoy and appreciate each other. Awesome. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, wiser words were never spoken. And you heard that on Born to be Wild. Nice. Uh, hey, you know what? I quick shout out before we before we end here uh you know jokes jokes aside we uh we do have a, a listener series that we've been running and and i do want to quickly uh spotlight it before we leave because um it it has been uh you know a, a labor of love and much hard work on the part particularly of uh our very own electric sheep city but we are at the finals um we are kind of the in-between week but next week uh next week after the show we'll be hosting our our final match um, so, so before we wrap up real quick, let me pass it to sheep to, to br super briefly talk about that and then we'll, uh, wrap up tonight's show. Yeah, definitely. So, um, for those of you who may not be familiar with our listener series, it's a free wild hearthstone tournament series with custom deck building restriction each week. Uh, the main series lasts five weeks. So the regular season followed by three weeks of playoffs. Um, like Nate said, we are in kind of a, uh, a week in between and that's because we are in the finals and the finals is a really long and ki kind of intense week so so there the the deck building restriction for the finals is built by the competitors so the first week involves uh, each of the competitors banning 15 or sorry 10 cards per class and then 15 neutral cards so um that the their opponent cannot play. That said, if, for example, Nate and I were playing in the finals, or not, uh, and I banned Baku, but Nate didn't, that means that I would be able to play odd decks. So um, one competitor's challenge does not mirror the other in this one. So definitely a, a battle of the bands here between our finalists, Jules and Kenray. So... This past week, Jules and Kenray uh, submitted their bands for one another on Tuesday. Like I said, 10 class cards and 15 neutral cards where their opponent cannot be uh, incorporating those into their decks. The final deck lists are due this coming Tuesday, and we will spotlight them hopefully next week after the show. So excitement abounds for that it, it, the, this is definitely i mean jules and kenray both 
have put in so much work, not just this week, but every week, making the most innovative decks that they can for every single week. And then not only innovating them, but then playing them as well to to perfection. And I mean, it it's Sir Julian the Tall, or Jules, and, and Ken Ray. Like they're, they're both fantastic players and, and fantastic deck builders. And we're lucky that we get to spotlight them um, in the finals of our listener series. So excitement abounds for that. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, I you know I was running a little bit late, but all of our uh, previous spotlighted matches, they're all on YouTube. If anyone wants to check those out, they're all you know complete with uh, casting and, and overlays and graphics and the whole the whole deal. So uh, if you're interested in in seeing what the Born to Be Wild listener series looks like, uh, check out our YouTube. It's just YouTube.com/slash/BornToBeWildPodcast. Um, the videos are up there and if you're interested in competing in next season, uh, like, uh, like we were saying, this, this season is almost over, but, uh, next season typically will start, um, you know, a couple weeks into the next expansion, which, uh, really is, is probably going to be in, um, you know, early to mid April. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, that wraps it up for tonight's show. Uh, thank you as in particular to uh, Blue Train and, and, and NHL again for uh, donating your time and energy tonight. Blue Train, I loved hearing all of the uh, the interviews that you got with our winners. And, uh, you know, the whole thing is just wonderful. And so, um, you know, without uh, saying everything that we've already said tonight, just thank you again for your time. It's been an absolute blast. Um, that's it for us. Uh, for more wild content or see where you can uh, contact us individually, check us out online at borntobewildhs.com. And uh, aside from that, we will see you all uh, next week, next Friday night on uh, another new episode of Born to Be Wild. Thank you all. Thank you. Take care. Yay. Hooray. Hooray. Job's done.